This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I am joined today by Robbie Payne. Hey, what's up, guys? And Gabriel Brangers. Just realized I'm the only one at the table not wearing headphones. Yeah, you're not. But cool I feel like enough, Robbie's man. listening to a ball game or something. Yeah, he's uh, actually. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, not really. I don't know that there's any f- hockey games and football games right say, now. If there's Preds anything happening at 1:50 no. on a uh, Thursday, it is Thursday. Right? Yeah, Thursday <laughs> it's afternoon. Thursday. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long it's week. Been, been one of those weeks. We've been uh, we've been busy, and we talked last week about these kind of uh uh what, what would you call them grouping of devices that are all based on a main uh baseboard yeah, and we were like we were like look at all these devices coming but there's more yeah and, <laughs> and they're not outside of the baseboard families we talked about last right. year sure. so if you're still tracking from last week's podcast you know these these still fall in the same the ones we're going to talk about still fall in those families and i think that stuff's important because uh we we were talking this week a little bit about some of these some of these new ones coming out and how like even this time next year, it's it's going to be an interesting market because all of a sudden you're going to have all these devices that are on sale already this year that are probably still going to be on shelves next year. Yeah, and so they'll be even cheaper because they'll be all get pushed down by these hatch and kukui uh, you know arm power right. devices and the Snapdragon yeah, devices. And so now, like, how, what, what are you going to be able to get, like, a, an HPX 360 for this time? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. It'll still be great. Yeah, yeah, It'll still be I a was, great device. I was reading this morning and going through the repositories and found evidence of Intel's next generation of chips that are coming soon. But Gemini Lake, I'd, I'd say we'll see new Gemini Lake devices six months from now. I mean, oh, 100%. They did, you know, Braswell, they regurgitated those for years, and they'll do the same thing with these. and. So it should just keep driving prices down. I mean, it yeah. really should. The the standard, you know, six months or a year from now on HPX 360, you should be able to pick it up for 400 bucks any day of the week. Right. And then it'll go on sale for like 300 or $250 probably. Yeah. I mean, that, that, and that's, I think that as the, the, <coughs> the Chromebook market uh, matures, that's going to be one of the things that will differentiate it from the Other, way that we've yeah. bought uh, PCs for, mm-hmm. for people uh, prior to this. Because used to, it's like, hey, if this is a three or four-year-old piece of hardware, I'm going to expect three or four-year-old performance out of it. And the right. fact is, we've kind of crested a hump here with Chromebooks that even the cheap ones that are coming out right now, so those Gemini Lakes, so I think... Um, Celeron N4000, uh, Pentium Silver, those types of devices that are already very affordable, 200 to $300 devices. 
are pretty good. Like their their performance is pretty decent, especially if you choose to you know pay a little bit more and and get the one with eight gig of RAM, you know, and a little right. bit more memory. Yeah, because I, I think about like if I'm at home and I need to grab something quick to do some work if i grab my kids chromebook it's apollo lake and i'm gonna be honest with you it's a little rough right you, i get a couple you open if up I'm just, tabs yeah, if i'm just <laughs> writing an article it's fine but if i'm trying to do some research or open gravit to especially if i'm trying to use gravit do a yeah, file graphic like that, work large photos it's but. like i'll just i will opt to not do it or go find a different device but a Gemini Lake device—that's that's not the case. I mean, we've had them around the office, and they—they're they're fine. They're great to use. Again, and I use the word "fine," not like derogatory. They're—they're just—they're good. Yeah. You know, they're not blowing you away with their speed. You're going to notice it's a low-end processor from time to time, but in general, to sit down and get stuff done, perfectly fine. And that's a difference from where we were a year ago with Apollo Lake processors. And so, I—it's interesting because Chromebooks don't get slower. That's that's the weird part about them. So, like. My wife's um, Chromebook, she's got the Pentium N4200 and her Acer 15. And when we first got it, it was a little bit of a down uh, downscale. She had the 15 before it, the big white one, the big marshmallow one. It was a core, though, uh, wasn't it? It was the Celeron core. Yeah, so yeah. the whatever that Celeron, 38, uh, sure, 50, yeah. 36, 42, hut, hut, hike. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I told you, he's numbers, watching the game. <laughs> numbers, U-series, but whatever. Um, and so... I remember that Chromebook getting, I remember we did tests on it because I, I went and dug back when I had first unboxed that thing and we ran a speed test or a, a octane on it. And I took that octane versus what I was getting two years down the road. It was faster. So yep. it, it benchmarked faster. The same thing feels like it's happened. I haven't done that necessarily with her device, but I remember feeling like uh, this is, it, it almost feels like a little bit of a step back. You know, everything about this Chromebook's nicer than the old Acer 15, except the processor. The processor is a non-fanned, you know, Intel Pentium kind of processor. And so I was a, I, I was worried that it would be a performance issue. And at first it did feel like it was a little bit slower. But now when I grab her Chromebook and do stuff on it, it actually doesn't bother me at all. And so I'm like, Chrome Which, OS, again. Go, go find a PC that can do right. that. Right. It just doesn't. It, it, and we've written about this before, but they do. They get faster over time. They actually get better because it's just Chrome OS getting better. Because it's like, it's not like they're adding a bunch of stuff to it. Yeah, the Android apps and Linux and stuff, but it's all containerized stuff. So right. Especially if you turn that stuff off, these things just keep lasting. So bringing that full circle now, you're going to have these devices that are fast right now. Like we talk about the, the Dells and the HPs and stuff that are out right now that are super fast. They're going to be that fast or faster this time next year. Right. The hardware is not going to like degrade or something. It's not like it's going to get worse. And so... You're going to have these great devices that are going to be crazy cheap. Right. And the majority of them got an extra year on their end of life. Yep. So if you can get them for $200, $300 less than you will be able to the latest generation of hatch device or whatever, the cost to use factor is it might make more sense to go buy an HP X360 yeah. than buy the latest, greatest Pixelbook 2 or Acer whatever if you're going to pay a premium for it. so And, they're, and I don't know if they did this on purpose either, but they're going to create uh, a market separation in some of these newer devices, because they're going to have those outward-facing clear differentiators. So those the things like um, you know fingerprint scanners and lots and lots of pens on on devices, and probably a little bit better screens. You know, a majority of them are coming with backlit keyboards. You know, so you're going to have a differentiation. I feel like in the in the market, you're going to be able to clearly look and be like, oh, well, if I want those things. <laughs> You know, maybe I need to opt for one of these hatch-based devices. But if those things don't matter that much to me, you know, who knows? Like the this time next year, what the Pixelbook Go is going to be selling for at its at its base price. I mean, right. 
I feel like it's a, a great deal at what it is right now. So uh, it, it's going to be interesting to watch over the next course of the next year because we're going to be inundated for the next, like we're going to get through the next few weeks. And once CES starts, we're going to be kind of blown away, I think, with new devices for the next few months, the first quarter. Yeah, of it'll be the first quarter of maybe even all the way into summer. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a lot of new stuff, at least debuted. Who knows how quickly most of it's going to ship. I, w- I feel like it's going to start shipping pretty quick. Because you got to think the NAMI devices that are over a year old now started shipping late November, early December. So they're they're holding back a little bit on that. And, and I get it. Like, they want to sell these devices that are out now. If they introduced the Hatch devices this month, or had they introduced them last month, I don't think they would have sold well. Um, they need they need to be in the market for six, eight months so that they can also get discounted. Because if those are brand new coming out at six and seven hundred dollars and then you have these devices that are marking down to three hundred fifty dollars they're not going to sell so you know it's i think they're part of the maturation process too is figuring out what's our release cycle what what makes sense in the market when are people buying chromebooks you know all those kind of things and i think this idea of introduction and um launch of new chromebooks early in the in the year makes a ton of sense for this market it seems like at least that seems like what they're going to try this year anyway yeah and and you know, we were talking a little bit about, uh, I mean, you all mentioned kind of end of life on some of these devices and these baseboard families now from, from a Chrome OS side, now they can just say, Hey, we have this group of devices. Now they're all kind of tied to this main baseboard. So we can update that and have support for that. So mm-hmm. we can just keep extending end of life. Hopefully. I mean, yeah, we've already seen it extended, but you know, you talk about, you talk about, I mean, even the NAMI devices and these hash devices, like, I mean, to your point, these are just, they're going to keep getting better. And the end of life is hopefully just going to keep kind of getting pushed out a little bit. And a device that you buy right now, it it very well might be faster in two two years. And that's something else. Which is just insane. Something else. Google, Google's never really officially said anything about this, but we've seen the end of life go from five years to six and a half years. Some of these devices got an extension on that. And they're as much as seven years from their actual release date. But what we're looking at is the development cycle Three years ago, three and a half years ago, when we started doing this, most Chromebooks ran Intel chips that were one or two generations mm-hmm. old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've now unearthed evidence that, you know, the Chromium repositories, they're developing boards based on the current Intel chips that Windows devices are using, that yep. stuff that's not even released yet. And I think that will give Google the opportunity to say, okay, we're going to extend support. If you buy a new Chrome OS device that's a current generation, who knows? They could go to 10 years, and it should be 10 years on a new device. I mean, I feel like it should, and I think that they're arranging the, the these baseboards in such a way where they can. Right. Where it's feasible. It, and, and that's what we were talking about. Like, It feels like this is all kind of part of their roadmap. Like, I'm, they, I'm hoping so, I, and I don't want to say that and have anybody listen to this and go tweet something and say, oh, well, Chrome Unbox said that that's going to happen. It's, no, we're no, not saying no, that. Not like, we're, just, we're just kind of throwing out there the idea that it makes it would make a lot of sense. Like, I think they extended it and said, okay, let's see how this goes. And likely they're going, they're getting things so tightened up from a production standpoint. Again, you got to think three or four years ago, I mean, there's a Chromebook here and a Chromebook there. I mean, that is just not the case anymore. And so they're, they're kind of figuring some of this stuff out as they go too, like the different <coughs> manufacturers and, and the way Google's going to keep handling this. Cause another unique thing about Chrome OS development is the fact that Google before the pixel phones didn't develop their own hardware. And so they did the Nexus line of phones. And so now they developed Android and allowed other manufacturers to take it, to skin it, to do whatever. It's why it's so fractured. You know, there's so many versions of Android out there running. 
because they they said hey it's open source you can take it and do what you want like abide by our rules and you can have the play store but other than that you know i mean look at android on a samsung device it's it's quite different than what you would get on a pixel phone for instance or a OnePlus. yeah and so with that in place google hasn't ever had to say oh huh so we're developing software allowing manufacturers to go take that software and put it on their hardware but we're controlling every piece of that software. Like in order for Chrome OS, for it to go from Chromium, open source Chromium OS, to be on a Chromebook, that thing has to pass through Google's checklist and be okay. That's not the case with Android phones. So this is a unique thing that Google's doing with its hardware. All the other hardware that they care that much about is all internal stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a made by Google mm-hmm. thing. Right. But they're, they're, they treat the Pixelbook Go and the Acer Spin 13 the same. Yeah. They go undergo the same rigorous checks like they have to they have to abide by the same rules, basically. So it's a, it's a unique position for Google They're they're And so they're they're figuring this out just like they're figuring everything else out, too. And I think now that it's it's caught on and people are catching the vision for Chrome OS and Chromebooks and they're starting to sell um, they're they're figuring out, OK, how can we back then when there was a handful of Chromebooks out five and a half years was fine. And now it's like, well, maybe we need to go six and a half years. And well, let's extend those to seven, seven and a half years. I think it's just so reasonable to think with, especially with a piece of hardware that you're going to buy, that's just going to keep getting better. Like it, it's reasonable to think, Hey, if we give you 10 years, that, that feels like which is, a number, which is like, which, okay. In tech and they're just years, saying up, updates, right. that's all they're saying. So yeah. in, in tech years, how long is 10 years? It's actually in tech years. It's like. <laughs> It's like a full. It's like a full generation. How old's the earth? It's, 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 it's that long. <laughs> well, think about I mean, what, what you were carrying in your pocket ten oh, years dude, ago. Oh, dude, I, I well, that's literally what I was thinking about when as soon as you just said that. So yeah, most of us wouldn't have smartphones because that would have been iPhone. Yeah, like uh, I I had I had actually in two thousand nine. Well, 3GS is where we'd be. In two thousand nine, I had I had actually just purchased an iPhone. I, got I it had for an Christmas. iPhone as well. I was working. I purchased yeah, it for I, Christmas I that year. Yep. Yeah, I remember so that. So you probably the three G. I had the black S rounded little time. black rounded one with the camera. Because you had iPhone came out in 07, yeah. iPhone 3G came out in 08, and then 3GS, 3GS. was yeah. the next one. So yeah, anywho, yeah. This, and think, this of, been, think of how long had yeah, a palm how much. somewhere in there too. Yeah, 10 yeah years so ago. yeah, because uh, we were waiting for the Palm Pre to come out the year I got married, so 2009. So yeah, so that'd have been June 2009. So yeah, the three. Yeah, I remember that 3GS. And came now out we that, have folding phones. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, think about yeah. that that span of time and and what has developed since then. Chrome OS kind of existed, or is, is Chrome ten? Chrome's ten years old. Chrome OS is twenty eleven. So yeah, Chrome had just started. Like people <laughs> right. were just starting to think about. Like, I remember using Google Chrome the first time, being like, "Oh God, it's from Google. I'll go to try, see what it's like." You know, I mean, it, to think from then to now how different things are, and you're asking for a computer to still be receiving. OS updates. I I don't know what Microsoft says on a laptop. Is there any guarantee at all how long they'll keep updating I don't a laptop? Uh, it's just it there it's just their software. I mean it, it's it's if you buy a Windows fill yeah. in the blank device, yeah, whatever the end 7. of life for that version of Windows is, it doesn't matter how new the laptop is. That's true. And that's the difference between this and Chrome OS. And that's the cool thing about it is that like you were saying, Google certifies the hardware to say, okay, this is, this is what we, it, this works for Chrome OS. And from its launch date of the baseboard, 10 years from that date. And they don't have to worry about, you know, you, we've all had windows devices that, 
you know, even though the software was up to date, you had a new driver for the wireless card or the video card or this or that, whatever. It doesn't work like that with Chrome OS. It's Chrome OS is everything on the device. Right. So as long as the updates are still coming, it's all there. So magic. Yeah, it'll never, I don't think it'll there'll ever be a <laughs> parallel drawn between it right. and Windows. Cloud computing, the way, baby. The way it right. works. And, and honestly, I don't know anybody that's had a PC for a decade and still uses it on a regular basis. I know, or MacBooks. I, I mean, I know, some Macs, I know. A, I, I had a uh, I had a teacher in high school who was actually the one that that originally. I was always techie, but he really got me into some tech stuff, and he was super into Apple and had some OG Apple stuff. Um, and it was usable. Like I remember in his basement, um, I can't remember which the, the old crazy box one that had, um, uh, the crazy colors on the, that was iMac. That was yeah. iMac. Yeah. When they, that, that was uh, one of their turning points. He had one of those uh, that was, devices. that was still working. And that, that thing might've been 10 years old then, but in general yeah. though, like a general laptop that somebody's actually using every single day, and again, 10 like, years is insane. The, the That's a thing lot to think of time about is we're saying, Hey, go buy a three or $400 laptop. It's going <laughs> to last you a decade. <laughs> Right. That's the other thing. We're not saying yeah. you spent fifteen hundred dollars on a MacBook yeah. Pro, like three or four hundred dollars, and people are still like, "Oh, this needs to last me this long." So, yeah. you know, I, I think they're they're if we get seven to eight years out of them, I think it's one hundred percent reasonable. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, we have people that'll comment and say, you know, "Oh, I've got a Windows device and I've used one," and I get that. There, there are the few and far between. You keep your device clean and up to date, and this and that, whatever. But for the average consumer, which probably makes up ninety percent of the shopping base, they're going to use a device for three or four years, and at the end of five years, it's going to be so sluggish <laughs> yeah. and it's painful like to use their best option is to just go get a new one, not try to figure out how to fix it. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Chrome OS is cool. That's why we, that's why we do all this. Cloud computing is dope. Yes. Cloud computing is the future people. If you haven't caught on yet, that's what we're all about. Let's talk about some of these baseboards, uh, Jasper Lake. So yeah, uh, I'll let Gabe talk about that one. Cause he's, he kind of did the, brought the article out. Uh, Jasper Lake isn't a board necessarily. It's a, uh, uh, just a, the next, uh, you, entry level. You yeah, told so me, you, know, you told me to write bound. <laughs> you, you said, you said Jasper Lake board. That's what I wrote down. Robbie. I might've might said <laughs> that's what I wrote. down. I probably said Jasper Lake while he was saying board and it just, yeah. So anyway, yeah. you, you've heard the name now and you know, as much as we do. So Jasper Lake is the successor to Gemini Lake. So it is rumored at this point, Intel's not even made an announcement about it. Their next technical atom level process processor was supposed to be Elkhart Lake, I think is the name of it. Anyway, of these code names, by uh, it's crazy. They're going to run out of lakes. Eventually. If you're, if, if you're confused, I am too. And so I work Intel. here. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, rumor has it Jasper Lake will be their, 10 nanometer entry level oh, chip. that's right. That's so, the difference. Yeah, that's it'll good. be Gem- it'll be an atom level, which is Gemini Lake, Apollo Lake, Braswell, your budget devices, entry level devices, but it will be the next evolution and supposedly will be the 10 nanometer, not the 14 that we're on now. So quick quick recap of what that is, uh, what that means. Uh, yeah, so nanometer processes are very very simple um it's it's just the the space between the processors nodes like way down deep very 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 tiny nanometers obviously are very very small measures so um arm processors have moved well beyond this already what are we in seven seven um seven nanometers negative before so (laughs) and so all that means is you can get the same amount of instructions done in a less amount of time and with less power consumption that's the bigger thing with the 
process is going down, it means power consumption can also go down with it. So uh, Intel has famously struggled for its 10 nanometer process. Like they should have had it out, what, two years two ago? Two years ago. Um, ARM was on 10 nanometer processes couple phases ago they moved on to seven nanometer intel's not even thinking about that yet so they've got 10 nanometer processes in ice lake those are the ones that google decided to say nope we're not even messing with those processors probably smart skip it we're just gonna skip Skylake that one was their first 14 nanometer right i think i could be wrong i think the six yeah. gen skylake was their first jump in the yeah that nanometer. architecture was there yeah because everything technically is still skylake if it's 14 nanometer right. they just renamed it so. so i think i think that google's smart and and staying away because the first gen you 14 never buy a car the first <laughs> yes. year it comes out yeah. ever it was it was a hot mess and there were all kinds of issues the yeah. samsung chromebook pro unfortunately fell victim to some of those issues that that were just inherent in that sixth generation intel hardware so i think google wisely sat out ice lake but um for whatever reason out of nowhere canon lake showed up and that's what all those hatch baseboards are on it's considered 10th gen as well but it is a 14 nanometer process with all of the Wait, good is it stuff canon or comet or comet comet lake sorry canon, canon lake nobody knows what happened to canon lake it, it just, just got ditched apparently yeah, so. <laughs> um comet lake i'm sorry so that i misspoke uh, so yeah the it they basically said, hey, we'll still call this 10th gen. We'll add all the fun stuff, the Wi-Fi 6, the Bluetooth, the, you know, all that junk to it. Yeah, so it, um, it's all technically 10 nanometer plus is <laughs> yeah, what you're calling it. All that garbage. Yeah. Cool, cool Which is stuff. cool, though, because it's the same 10 nanometer process, but it has the newer uh, integrated GPU and all that stuff. So it's on the, which one? On Comet Lake. has the uh, Comet Lake's 14 nanometer still. So. Then where am I going? Which, which one's 10 nanometer? I'm lost again. Gemini Lake. Or not Gemini no, Lake. Dang it. Uh, Jasper Lake. Jasper Lake. But what's the 10, just, what's the gonna, 10 nanometer? If you, can, if you could see us right now, I'm just going to yeah, sit back, so cross confusing. my legs, yeah, and let Lake. these guys Ice talk Lake about this. Ice Lake is the 10th gen, 10 nanometer. Tiger okay. Lake. Tiger Lake's the next one. There's the 10 nanometer that's, I was talking that's about. That's the 10 Sorry. nanometer Google's going to do. And yes. It'll end up being called an 11th gen processor. Yes. So, now yeah. that we've all got, got all that ironed out. Sure. Yeah. So just think, Man. entry level, the Gemini Lake ones that we were just talking about, the N4000 processors, that line of processors is going to be updated. They will be called Jasper which, Lake. Yeah, which could be a big deal because we saw Braswell was good for its time. It was good. I mean, you can still go buy a, an okay Braswell device if you just want something to get on Facebook with. The Acer 14's my favorite. You know, Apollo Lake was such a piece of junk. Well, see, Braswell was before Apollo Lake. Braswell's uh, even slower. That's what I'm saying, though. Braswell, in its time, seemed good. Oh, yeah, that's true. Apollo Lake, they touted, but it ended up just being bad. It was a letdown. Yeah, then Gemini Lake was such an improvement over Apollo Lake. Well, now, if Jasper Lake is 10 nanometer like it's rumored to be, it should be massive improvements over yeah. what is already a good entry-level chip with Gemini Lake. So, yeah, Especially, I mean, the costs stay down. And yeah, a lot of ifs. So, I mean, this yeah. this chip hasn't even been officially announced, so it could be into next year before we even mm-hmm. see a device. But it firms up the, the point you were saying where Chromebook development isn't being done on two-year-old chips anymore. Right. Like, this is something we can't even find Intel technically. Like, it's a rumored Intel mm-hmm. chip. And they're already busting boards out with it and, and testing and going in and getting drivers ready and Chrome OS ready to go for this upcoming chipset. And like, you know, Gabe wrote about Tiger Lake chips showing up a couple months ago. Months ago, yeah. So, I mean, we're already looking at the beginnings of the entire next generation. We haven't even seen the hatch devices in this generation of right, stuff yet. Right, which so lends really weight cool. to our our hopes that they will say we can support these for 10 years because these are the latest 
right chips available right you know? yeah so. and it's because you know used to by the time they got a chromebook out the window that chip was three years old you know so of course you know support for it's not going to last that long so now you know yeah. you've got the latest thing out that helps that along quite yeah. a bit let's talk about um i know this one is a device <laughs> i i'm almost certain <laughs> and i only know it because i like the name so much it's my favorite it's called trogdor <laughs> Funny story. I hope I'm saying it right. Is that how yeah, it's got to be? It's got to yeah. be Trogdor. Yeah, it's got to be. Trogdor. And you got to you got to lower your voice in octave. Trogdor. Trogdor. Yeah, week, you can do it better. <laughs> Man, you sound like you uh, when you just did that. You sounded like Robbie of last week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah retired the, country the singer oh, I was Robbie. Like, I was going for like the movie th- trailer announcer. And now in a world <laughs> where Chromebooks get ARM processors. Yeah, if you missed last yeah. week's episode, just go back. Not for the content, just to hear just Robbie's. Just to hear Robbie's It gets voice. lower like yeah. every five minutes. As, as, we, as we progress, his throat started hurting more and more. By that evening, more, I yeah. literally couldn't, couldn't even talk. speak. Yeah. I got home and I just whis- we recorded I whispered last sweet week's. nothings into my wife's ear. <laughs> That's too, too, too much information. I literally <laughs> whispered all night. Like, can you have that for me? She's like, oh, you're what? so sweet. And you're like, no, I really like, I can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> anywho, anywho, all of that to say, Trogdor. Um, it is a device. It's 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 a Samsung. Funny story. Samsung device? Gosh, <laughs> darn, no. I hope. No, see, Joe's gone. <sighs> Joe's, all right, Joe's. I'm going to say. I'm gonna Kowaku. Say, oh, Kowaku. Yeah, Kowaku. No, is, no. it's not that no. either. Kowaku is a Samsung device. Yeah, that's right. Like yeah, 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 that's what we're saying. Trogdor actually went from being just a device. It is now Unibuild. Oh, uh, son of a... <laughs> so here's what happened with Trogdor. Chesa came along. We talked about this some last week. Chesa came along, and we tracked it for two full years. And they built all kinds of basic fundamental stuff for Snapdragon in general, for ARM stuff in general. Um, and then we couldn't see anything else on Chesa, and we now know why. We watched the Qualcomm event thing came and went they talked about the new snapdragon compute platform so we have the 7c 8c and 8cx chips that they are building for all they talked about were windows devices left that went and started digging came up with hey look here's you know here's this this processor we've been trying to figure out for a while now for months i think since july what is trogdor it was a board that was based on chesa so we just assumed it was an 845 a snapdragon 845 board it's not um, they they use the baseline stuff from that to put in the Snapdragon pieces, but it's based on the SC7180 chip, which once we did a little bit of digging, like the, the what, I can't remember what chip, I'd have to go look at our article, but 7180, there's, another, there's a 7150 chip yeah. that is is the one that's in uh, some of those Windows yes. devices, and it's, it's SC7150. It, it makes complete sense that the SC7180 is this new Snapdragon 7C chip. The minute they made the announcement that night, tons of commits went up for yeah, it. Yeah, it's so like, like they've been just holding it, cloaking yeah, it until Qualcomm yeah. said, okay, it's a thing. And now, because they have their own repository, Aurora or something like that. So, yeah, some of the they've been doing this stuff behind the scenes for a while. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so now they've created Trogdor as a unibuild. So, it's actually going to be the board that ends up spawning. Now, now there could be a device come from Trogdor. Mm-hmm. So, it's not, not a device, but it's mm. 
it's likely going to spawn been, multiple it's, devices. It's been, yeah, okay, so it's been um, spun off. And the, the fun part with Trogdor, or the interesting part, um, is that everything with Chezo was always about a detachable and keyboards and all that stuff. And, and it turns out Trogdor is definitely going to be either a clamshell or a convertible. Uh, there's all kinds of commits just talking about, you know, remove detachable parts. I mean, it was pretty blatant. Uh, remove all the detachable code from there, add backlit keyboard, uh, that kind of stuff. And so um, it's going to be like a USB-A port on it so it's not going to be like cutting edge just USB-C kind of thing so it feels like Trogdor at least um, as as the Unibuild is going to be just a good old Chromebook mm. um, just with this this Snapdragon 7C processor in it so um, we threw up a, a a post about it over on the website and I used a photo of the snap, the latest Snapdragon Samsung uh, windows device that is literally just a clamshell and it's super thin and it's crazy like battery life. Thin. And That's it's like, insane. there's a chance and it's, it's probably not that much thinner than the pixel book go, but yeah. um, there's a chance that something like that could be a Trogdor. It, it already has a, a device that's come off of it called bubs um, that re-adds all the detachable stuff. Um, and so it's clearly a detachable tablet type device. So who knows? That could be the, just the start. They could have maybe scrapped the whole idea of Cheza. Like they, they use Cheza to create all kinds of basic Snapdragon esque stuff code in the base. And then now they're doing all the stuff that's particular to this seven C my bet if, and again, I don't have anything specific that I can say, Hey, for sure, this is going to happen. But my bet is what we'll see is they'll develop these, at least these two devices, maybe one or two other offshoots. They'll put these out, see how they perform, see how people react to them, all that kind of stuff. And if the reaction's good, uh, Snapdragon or Qualcomm specifically has now this Snapdragon compute platform. So right. instead of taking a phone chip and sticking it in a Chromebook and having to rewrite all the stuff that, you know, you take all this crap out, we don't have this and add this because we don't have that. They've got compute platforms now. So it makes way more sense than to take those take those chips and put them into Chromebooks. This move makes a ton of sense. Right. To me. Because when they first announced the windows devices with the, what is eight, eight, 50 uh, was the first one. It was an eight forty five. Yeah. They were really nice devices. They're beautiful and they were a great attempt, but they got horrible reviews. They did not run windows well. And it was clear that, like you said, they just took a phone chip and kind of tweaked it a little bit. Bolted it. Now on. Qualcomm saying, Hey, we're going to dedicate some bandwidth to, a computing platform right and, and honestly we've talked about this forever chrome os is the perfect it's the operating place, system dude. for yeah. a quality we talked chip. about i think we talked about this last week we did but my yeah. gosh when yeah, they if were you look at the, yeah if you look at their their keynotes literally, literally every time they talk about a computer you could replace it with chrome os and it because yeah, they're talking like, about this cloud is, being the future and, right, and you know remoting in all and, the time and remoting in and battery life I'm like we're like yeah so chrome os yeah come on and until always Connect, what they call it? Always, always connected, connected PCs. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, that's a that's a that's a Chromebook. Yeah. And <laughs> what you're they, talking about? Until is we a found like some pretty hard evidence that the 7180 is probably going to be the 7C device. And I was I was fully prepped. I had it in my notes for a little bit. I finally took it out. But I was going to kind of write a railing article about you know if if Samsung chooses not to use this chipset in a Chromebook, like you have failed. You failed the market. You're you're failing your users. You're failing all over the place if you stick with Windows. Because I'm not knocking Windows. Windows has its place, and there are a lot of people who love Windows. And I'm not you know I'm not knocking Mac or any of those things. I am saying Chrome OS for ARM chips like these is the right fit mm -hmm. for what you're trying to accomplish from a computing standpoint. Chromebooks 
are already there. They're already the thing you need them to be. Instead preach, of trying preach, to, Robbie, <laughs> instead of trying to cram windows onto it, and let's figure out emulators, and maybe we'll hopefully get some developers on board. You don't need them on board. Yeah, like they're already here making the stuff you need for this platform. And oh, by the way, it runs Android with Android apps that are all compiled for ARM. I, I, it, it just it would be nonsensical for them not to make a Snapdragon powered Chromebook yeah. at this time. And I feel like. 99% they are, That's that what we found yeah. Is, yeah. is a thing. Uh, I just don't know when it's going to come out. And I hope that it doesn't get bastardized with, you know, alongside the Windows stuff, that they don't go, oh, uh, yeah, and we have a Chromebook too. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, anyway, oh, back oh, to our yeah. Windows stuff. Like, get behind it. Whenever it's yeah. time for it to go, like, go. Put some, yeah, put some and, effort and, behind and, it. Don't mess Samsung's around. Samsung's corner, like, when the Pro and the Plus came out, it was it, it was game-changing for Chrome OS, and they were beautiful devices, and they still look really nice, and they're thin and all that stuff, but they need to take, they need to step it up and go with those notebook designs that they have. They need to be, you should walk into a store and look at these devices and say, okay, I want a notebook nine. My only decision is, do I want windows or Chrome OS? Mm, correct. And they should have, they should look the same and they should go with those design cues. Cause that's, you see those and you think that's Samsung. Yep. And they should make those. Chrome OS deserves to be in a device like that. Oh, 100%. I mean, there's there's multiple detachable devices. And some of these ARM-powered Windows devices now that I just look at and go, if you just had the right OS on you, what a piece of hardware you'd be. Uh, but... We don't know when that's going to happen. So hopefully soon. Getting there. It I seems mean, like we're getting there. The, it the, seems like the it. The basis for the Snapdragon <laughs> platform, uh, I think it's been there yeah, for a while. Two exactly. years we've been tracking this thing. Yeah. So hopefully if they're like, hey, because ultimately it's still Snapdragon and the 7C isn't that far removed from what <laughs> the 700 series is and those aren't that far removed from the 800 series of chips. So it's not like they're doing wildly different things. They're just small tweaks here and there. So it honestly shouldn't be that far of a jump for them to get Trogdor like prepped yes. and ready and out the door. But my guess would be spring uh, would be the earliest we would see it. My hope is we see some sort of uh, demo unit or something at, at CES, but yeah. I'm not holding my breath that we'll see that. Yeah. Let's talk about, um, I, I don't, I, I don't really know much about this one. Let's talk about, is it pronounced Genlon? Genlon. Genlon. There's, there's not a ton to say. That's about how we're Genlon. pronouncing it. Yeah, I, I don't think yeah. there's any other way you could pronounce Chromebox, Genlon. Chromebox said it. And so that's how, that's what it is. <laughs> that's it's, pronoun- it. <laughs> it's pronounced Genlon. But I mean, it's J-I-N-L-O-N. I Genlon. Genlon. That just sound, no, that it sounds, sounds bad. It sounds weird. That's no good. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to stick with Genlon. Genlon. Um, let's see. Yeah, the there's not a ton in Genlon uh, that we know for sure. It's just another hatch-based device. Um, and that just firms up the fact that we said, hey, guess what? There's going to keep being new hatch devices show up. And even though we haven't launched yet, like this will keep happening post the first sure. few hatch devices coming out. Like, so how many does new, this make? Is this like... Oh, um, 11, 12, uh, it's not, 13. It's getting close to it. 12 dozen. or 13. Um, so the, the curious Solid part. Solid Baker's dozen. Oh, easy. <laughs> the The curious part about Genlon is there's a commit um, that talks about it having two fans. So it's just going to be a beast, maybe? Like It's I just going to be an absolute monster of a Chromebook? I don't know. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and throw my bet in. And someone else commented on your article or somewhere, maybe Twitter, and this is immediately what I thought when Robbie said he found it. I'm thinking dedicated GPU. Yeah. Oh, dude. Video editing. 
That's let's what go. I, that's what I threw in the in the article, and I was just like, let's see. Um, and here's here's a here's a comment I haven't read yet. Let's see. I can help you out with this. Intel 10th gen parts are having some trouble with cooling and thermal throttling issues. Oh, well, there yeah. we go. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> oh, great. So maybe they're double fanning it. But I can't imagine, again, that that would be... Yeah. That they would only put it in one device. Right. That seems silly. Um, let's see. <laughs> this On guy a- said, I believe they're, they're pranking you. <laughs> that is possible. That would be awesome. Like I, they do like, like messing with us, like uh, like way back when, whenever they were like. Huh, so this is breaking what, news. What, I just found this. Clock. Okay. So, you know, we know the Nami devices. They were all based off of League of Legends characters. We've never really, I've never really dug into the Hatch devices. No, um, not really. I was thinking I had found something a while back, but now that I'm looking, because because of Jinlon, these are Yu-Gi-Oh characters. Oh, really? So oh, there you go for that Yu-Gi-Oh generation, which there came after me and Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, did I, you play Yu-Gi-Oh? I, my friends have played it, and I know of it. Yeah, I don't understand. That. I, I bet was, Joe's got some Yu-Gi-Oh cards in his closet. I uh, carry them in my backpack. <laughs> yeah, cause see, one of the one of these comments here says dual fans equals dedicated yes. GPU equals gaming, therefore Stadia. But I'm like, Stadia doesn't require no, it, it doesn't. Stadia runs but on Linux and video editing and oh yeah. yeah, I mean, and I'm not saying like it that. doesn't. We just haven't found any. Yeah. Right. Any hint. At now, a, and at a I, I found, you know, I've found some stuff researching. You know, there are occasions where a device will have two fans. One circulates there in and out of the device, and then oh, the sure. other one circulates the air across the chip itself. So maybe it's that, but to me, it sounds like uh, yeah. an actual GPU. It feels like there's got to be a reason. Yeah. yeah. I just, we have no idea what yeah. it is yet. So stay yeah. tuned. We'll, uh, <laughs> maybe Wi Fi 6. Maybe Wi Fi 6 is so really hot. But yeah. here's my thing. A all hatch devices are going to have all those yeah. internals. So, so why, why would only this one, one yeah. getting tested? That's weird. It? That's the weird part. That's weird. Yeah. Let's let's talk one more, um, and then we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and talk about some fun holiday stuff. We're going to switch it up. Um, so the last one I've got here is uh, I'm going to. I want to. Yeah. This is why we did this. We're yeah. like just we're going to write let's these just, down and see what how well how Joe says it. I can't read uh, my uh, writing. I think I wrote Dratini. Dratini. Right? Yes, yeah, that's right. Okay, there so we that's go. an evolution. Of, Couldn't tell if that was a U. Uh, I Dragonair. didn't know if it was Dratini or Dratini. I don't know. I play Pokemon Go with my kids, but I, I don't I'm not go with the names all the time. I think Dratini is the little one, and then he evolves into Dragonair. Yeah, that's so these good. these devices are two sure. devices that that Gabe found. Um, Month, two oh, months ago, wow. yeah, at least. Um, I don't know. It time goes by really strange around here. We'll think like, oh, that was like six months ago. And it was which last processor week. is this? It's uh, another hatch. Oh, yeah, but what's that's weird because this is Pokemon. So we're oh, doing Pokemon true. and Yu Gi Oh. That's true. Uh, Interesting. This is getting this is getting, getting a different type of nerdy. Not not oh, insulting oh, anyone, but they are kind of in the same vein of stuff. Yeah, hatch based Chromebook with Dratini motherboard. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, specifically, yeah. The, so this one got found in um, um, Geekbench, and this was not our find. Someone else found this. What was crazy is I'd been checking Geekbench literally the day before, and then Gabe <laughs> sends me a link like, hey, you see this? I'm like, yeah. dang it, no. I was just in there yesterday. Um, and so they it, it shows up as Hatch. Google Hatch is the, the search term, but then underneath the motherboard says Dratini. So it is definitely a uh, – maybe there's a Dratini character in Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't, I don't know. know maybe. Pretty sure it's a Pokemon. But um, the interesting part there on this one was the uh, it has Core i7 variant and 16 gigs of RAM. So we're talking hatch with like 
massive uh, uh, internals. And so I don't think we've not seen anything specifically saying what kind of devices we'll have because Hatch is basically 10th gen Comet Lake. That means whatever the manufacturer wants to put in it. So this is the first one we're seeing tested with that kind of high level. And it's not like we didn't have i7 uh, NAMI devices. That's That was a thing. Right. But they're kind of rare. Uh, so we at least know that there's one being developed, actually being tested right now. So when stuff starts showing up in uh, in uh, Geekbench, it we're getting pretty close. Yeah. And so this is a device we didn't find that long ago. Uh, did you no. figure out when it was you no, wrote that? This was... Uh... I'm placing bets on like six weeks. So I'm going to put you back in October, late October. October 9. Oh, that's pretty close. It's pretty close. I miss it by like six months sometimes. Um, that was like forever ago. Yeah. Robbie, that was literally last week. <laughs> that was yesterday, dude. Um, that was so, this morning. <laughs> so I mean, we just found these things a month ago, yeah. a month and a half ago, and we're already seeing Geekbench scores. And so, you know... I, I think we're, this is all of these are just clues that we're going to start seeing these things dropping. Yeah, cause left I mean that that means right. there's a physical device. Yeah. Right? It's not like they're just adding code for this stuff, saying, no. "Okay, we're getting our code together so we can assemble this thing." This thing's alive and running somewhere. So, yeah, somebody's got it. Somebody's testing it. I feel like they do this on purpose just to mess with us. They do. I, I think I, I'm confident. I'm confident. They're, like, hey, they're, they're just like, hey, Chrome Box. It's Tuesday. We're in a Geekbench score. See if anybody notices. <laughs> see if anybody picks up yeah. on it. Somebody's going to pick yeah, up on it. Somebody yeah, exactly. knows. Put in some I'm random name and pixel book and see what happens. Um, yeah. I'm trying to see. Big performance. MediaTek. Here we go. So, yeah, okay. Let's be fair. The Atlas was showing up in, um, in a handful of Geekbench results back in May. So, that was you know, four months before five months before it launched yeah. technically. Uh, but to be fair, also Atlas was under development for like two years. It had a much longer development <laughs> cycle than these. Yeah. I think, I think Intel by May boards. hatch was, or uh, Atlas was basically done. They were just like, uh, we don't, we don't know what else to do. We're just playing with these because when, when that thing leaked like a month after that, the videos, now that we look back at it, those Atlas videos were 100% this thing. Oh yeah. yeah. 100%. And so, yeah, it's a little bit different development cycle, but in general, whenever these things start coming out, um, it's it's not that long before we actually start to see you know devices actually start to materialize out of that. So I know we talked about this a little bit in last week's podcast, um, but we've had some other people ask on online and after listening uh, to last week's episode, you know, if you're if you're in the market right now, what do you do? Do you wait? If you can wait, do you, do you wait? Do you do you go ahead and buy a device right now? Like, I mean, I I know that's a multifaceted problem because it there's a lot of questions that you need to ask to even figure out like what sort of device you need first but then say someone's watched your your video with your five questions and they know is it five questions how many mm -hmm. questions yeah, five, five questions, questions. <laughs> and they've narrowed down the yeah they know they kind want. of what they need but then they're like okay i'm listening to chrome box and they're saying there's all this stuff coming and we've talked about this. Like we talked about even making a video about this specifically. Like when do you like? When do you there's always the going to be something. There's yeah, so, always going to be something new coming. Yeah. So, so what thought, do you do? Thought one is always if if you're a person that comes around sites like ours, uh, know that you're always going to be looking at what's coming. The next thing. So you can't you can't let that paralyze you into to making a decision because at some point you're going to analysis paralysis. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that that can happen. That being said, there are better times and worse times to buy older and newer devices. My recommendation to anyone thinking about it right now would be 
if you're buying this as a gift, like holiday season type thing, no, there's no reason to wait. None of these devices are coming out before Christmas. Ain't going to happen. Uh, from just a sheer marketing standpoint, they're not going to release a brand new device this close to a, a buying holiday. So they're not going to come out until the early next year. If you're buying this for yourself and you're just like, hey, you know, I, I could wait, you know, a month or something. Then you have to ask yourself one of two questions. Are, are you the type of person that really loves getting a great deal and you like to feel like you, you got the most thing, most amount of product value. out of your money? Yeah, most value. Um, if that's you, buy a Chromebook now. Don't worry about that because when these devices come out in the next couple of months, value is not gonna, the value proposition is not going to be great. Um, early adopters never get good value propositions, just kind of the way it works. So um, if, that's, if that's you, don't worry about waiting. Go ahead and buy something now because those are going to come out. They're going to be six and $700, and you're going to go, I don't want to spend that much money on a Chromebook, and then you're going to buy something that's available right now, and you're going to have missed out on a month or two of use of your Chromebook. Exactly. So there's no point. So, uh, But if you're the type of person that loves the latest, greatest thing, and you don't mind paying for that newness, um, then I would highly advise waiting. Like it's, it's they're coming. Like, yeah, it's yeah. odd that we're in a, a position where it's that black and white because it usually isn't. Usually it's like, well, you know, if you do this, then maybe you want to do that. If you want the latest, greatest, and you want all these new bells and whistles, and you want to take advantage of some of the, the cool new designs that are probably going to be coming out in the next few months, 100% I would wait. It's worth waiting because if you drop three or $400 right now, you're not going to want to turn around and drop five or six right. in a couple months. And you're probably, if you're that type of person that likes that new thing, you're going to wish that you would have waited. Yeah. If you're the type of person that's just worried about having a good device and for a, you know, a fair amount of money, you're not going to care that, oh, well, that one came out with a fingerprint scanner. Like, you got to know yeah, who right. you if are. If performance is the, the key thing, then go ahead and buy one now, yeah, by all means. But like, yeah. like Robbie said, there, there are going to be things in this next generation of devices that you will not be able to get in what we have on the market yeah. right now. So but if I, that's what you're worried about and that's what you want, wait. And how many times have I said just in the last few weeks, like, man, every time I write about these hatch devices, I just get so excited yeah, about yeah. what's coming. Like, yeah. it's the first time in a little while that you know yeah, we've been able crazy. to write about a line of Chromebooks that I'm like, this gonna is going to be like, legit. Are, yeah, like, gonna crush it's it. going to fix so many issues, long plaguing issues that we've had. Like, I just, I, this feels like the next big step um, and, and I'm excited about it. And so for me, like knowing who I am as a purchaser, there is no way I would go shopping for a Chromebook right now. Like I bought the Pixelbook Go because I knew that I don't mind replacing my Chromebooks every six months. Mm -hmm. I bought it because I knew that this was going to be the best Chromebook I'm going to be able to use for the next little while. And as we test and look at different Chromebooks, the, all these new ones that come out by mid next year, I'll be making my decision on here's the Chromebook I'm going to kind of settle in with for a little bit. So that that's just me though. You just got to know yourself as yeah. a purchaser yeah. and uh, how you are with tech and stuff. Yeah. So speaking of uh, buying things, if you're interested in our top picks for this holiday se season, hang around after the break and we will be right back with that. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Welcome back, everybody. Um, we're going to hop into um, something a little different. Um, we did something this year uh, that we've talked about doing in the past, and 
we've seen some other publications do. And we were like, man, that's really cool. We should do that. And uh, we finally got around and put all of our heads together. It was really a group group effort uh, yeah, to get this thing together. And it's we were talking about how cool it is. You know, I mean, uh, these things don't happen by accident. Like, like you know, like people are like, oh, you guys just got really lucky. And, and we did get lucky in the fact that like we have a, a group of people that have some unique skills. But like uh, we we've also just like worked really hard to get to where we are it's like we we, we've put together this team uh that allows us to do cool cool stuff like this and so we've rolled out a uh, a holiday gift guide and um on there you can kind of check out some of our hand selected picks for the holidays so these aren't necessarily um these aren't necessarily just chromebooks and chromebook accessories these are it's anything and everything that we're kind of into or we think might be cool. Yeah, because I mean, we, we put our espresso machine on there. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, we wanted to make it personal because uh, there are some sites that push products. And, and if there's a great deal out there, we'll share it. But we wanted this to be something different. This isn't, oh, hey, here's this deal. Because honestly, some of the stuff's not a deal. It's just is what it is. We wanted to share the things that we use on a daily basis and that we recommend. Joe mentioned the coffee maker. The company we used to work with had one of these, and when we parted company, we decided we wanted to get a new espresso machine, and we did our research, and come to find out, it's pretty much the best one you can buy it's, in this price range, so we For the price, it's insane. For for an actual, I can't remember if it's 15 bar, is it a 15 bar pressure i think so whatever it's like a top it's like a it's it's not a full-on like what you're going to find in a coffee shop yeah this thing's legit like it pulls a great shot consistently yes and And the the old one feedback on it for you to 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 know what to know what you're doing wrong and adjust so the 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 we've we've tried a couple different ones and for the price the old one we had was like a two thousand dollar machine what was that thing called i don't remember the name of that um, I don't remember. We bought it used, but anywho, I can't remember oh, the name man, of it, I dude. Think of it. It's the mini, something mini, yeah. right? Gosh dang. Uh, it. anywho, so the Breville um, Barista Express is what we've gone with for six hundred bucks. Is its uh, MSRP on sale right now? <laughs> After we went and bought it, of course it had to go on sale. Uh, it's on sale for like four something right now. Yeah, I think Black Friday um, it was as low as like four seventy nine. You could probably get it for five and some change. What's right it now. at right now? I'm gonna click over on the site and see where we're at. Um, right now on Amazon Prime, um, you can snag the silver version. Uh, for four hundred and ninety eight dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah, go buy that for yeah. an espresso Bed, machine. Beyond, Williamson, and it like has that. the frother. It has a pressure gauge. It has a built in um, burr grinder um, that does a great espresso grind. So if you're making espresso, one of the main things is your grind. And if you're not grinding up your espresso fine enough, you're never going to get a good shot. And so uh, this thing, this thing really has it all. And that one, so we, <laughs> you got me talking about the espresso machine, man. I, you, you can't do that. You're I'm gonna welcome. Get, I'm gonna get going. Is the um, let me make sure I pronounce it right. Yeah, Nuova Seminelli yeah. Oscar. That's what the Oscar. That's, that's what it right. was. Oscar. Oscar yeah. one. There's and an that, Oscar two out now. And that it thing, was, what, it what's was super what's, manual? What's retail on that, dude? Um, let's see. So it's it's up in the t- it's it's I think it retails for close to two two thousand. Well, there's an Oscar two out now, so it's hard to okay. find the original. Well, whatever. What's the Oscar two at? What's something comparable? You know. Anywho, I mean, this the the list that we've put together is really things that we use every single day. I think the only thing on there 
I I uh, I ended up pulling a uh, the Wemo smart plugs. We actually have the Leal box ones in the office, but the um, the co working space has the Wemo ones, oh, yeah. and so I've set them, them up and we've used them, them and yeah. know that they actually are a little bit easier to set up. Uh, we really wanted to find some smart plugs that don't require any third party, but they just don't exist. So yeah, I thought they did, but. Uh, Something that just, you know, you set up only with Google (laughs) Assistant and Google Home, and that's it. But that's not Google makes some smart plugs. Yeah. Yeah, You would think Nest would have some. I mean, seriously. Nothing. No bulbs. No, uh, yeah, it's weird. Because even the the hues and stuff, all you have to set them up through hue. You have to have the bridge with most of the Yeah, I don't want any of that junk. Yeah. Yeah, this just requires the, whoever makes it, requires a little app to set up. And then once they're linked, you can control them, but... But, yeah. but literally everything else on this list, I mean, most of it is here in the office, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean literally, weird. like, probably 90% of this oh, yeah. is stuff that we actually use every single day. Yeah. Um, and so th- that's just really fun. Like, this is something cool that, that we wanted to share with you guys. So, um, so, so the second half of this podcast is going to be about that. If you're, if you're not interested in that, thanks for tuning in and listening to the, <laughs> the technical uh, jargon uh, about uh, all of these devices and baseboards and fun names like Trogdor. And <laughs> we should have talked about this first. We may have lost a few listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we, started, we came here to hear about New Chrome, like something we can yeah, buy, but yeah. these guys, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, so, so we've got a kind of a nice assortment of things. Um, if you're interested in this, head over to uh, chromeunbox.com. We should make like a forwarder for this. <laughs> As I'm sitting here talking about this, we should make a forwarder for it. Like, they can just go Chrome to chromeunbox.com. Yeah, they can just go to Chrome Shop. Yeah, so, so chromshop.com. Yeah, chromshop.com. And you can see uh, that's, our, that's our partner sister site um, where we're... Maybe I mean this. We can we can let our we can let our podcast folks know. Uh, this sure. is kind of a test run here. Uh, we've launched this gift guide on on a uh, Chrome shop, and this might end up being kind of where we. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Co- congregate? No, not congregate. Uh, what's curate? The word? Curate. Curate. Aggregate. Aggregate. Yeah. Where we where we have a one stop shop for if you want to get the best deals on devices. And these are devices that we recommend and that we're going to put out there for you all to check out. You'll be able to go to Chrome Shop and check it out. Obviously, we'll still like link to it from if we're writing an article about a deal on a certain device, we'll still you'll still be able to click through Chrome Unboxed and get to those. But this just gives us kind of a separate destination where um, if you're looking for a particular deal or you're trying to find something, we're going to kind of pull it all together for you rather than having to dig through different separate articles right. to and find that, and something. Right, and that's something that I just thought of while we were sitting here. You know, we, we've gotten to where since we're all doing this full-time now, we, we're trying to publish as much relevant content as we can, and some days that's a lot. Some days it's not as much, but maybe you're at work, you see the email come through that we published a deal on something, this, that, whatever, and now you've got to go dig for that article right. or, or, oh, find, which, or whatever. Trying to f- now, this will be a place that is simply dedicated to just that stuff, so yeah. it'll be a one-stop, like he said, a one-stop shop for you to just go here yeah. and find that deal you were looking for, or if all you want to do is read some news, then you just come yeah, to our site and read exactly. through our news. So exactly. So it's going to be a it's a it's a partner site uh, that we're that we're trying out. So we're really excited about it. And the uh, gift guide um, is our is our kind of first launch of this kind of a, a beta launch, you might say. Yeah, kind of <laughs> um, want to see how everybody yeah. reacts. To yeah, see see how it goes. Kind of putting stuff. So here. let us know if you're listening to this. Go check it out, please. Go over to go over to um, Chrome Shop C H R M S H O P dot com. 
And please give us some feedback. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Chrome Unboxed um, or shoot us an email, info at ChromeUnboxed.com. Yeah, because long-term, the idea, too, would be that there would be some selector uh, options there. I don't, I don't think we're ever going to make it to where it's um, – there's certain things that are just too volatile, price being one of yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, that we would never be able to keep up with it. But over time, you know, to be able to at least go to Chrome Shop and go, hey, I'm looking for a uh, 12 or 13-inch Chromebook. You know, that's have, one of the couple selectors. Yeah. And the deals Boom. that you see are only the, the most rel- recent deals. And instead of being posts that are like, oh, well, well, there was a post about the, you know, we've probably got five different posts about the HP Chromebook X360 going on sale. Like, because there's a news portion to that. I don't want to say it's like breaking news, but there's a news portion to that announcement to say, hey, everyone, in case you forgot about this one, this one just went on sale. Here's where you can go get it. Like, that's kind of the service that the website serves. But this would serve as, I'm I'm not even waiting for someone to tell me it's on sale. I'm just going to go look and see. And then, you know, Chrome Shop becomes a place where I'm looking for the HP X360. Now, here's links where you can buy it. And... You know, if it's on sale, then great. We're always going to try to keep the the most reasonable price in those buttons. Yeah, it's a quick place. You go there, find the Chromebook you want, you Boom. click it, and you go get it, and know that you know we're trying to do the the work so that you know you're getting the better deal and buying it from the reputable place that that you can trust that that we've tried to curate. Right, for and you. with that, you know, we can it, it allows us a little bit of leeway to do things like a holiday buying guide, and then maybe a maybe we fe- have a featured area of our gear because we do we do these videos. You know, we're putting out more and more video content. So it's kind of people say it's kind of all spread out. Yeah, you know? it's not. You know, they see a plant in the background, like, hey, where'd you get that cool plant or the fox or yeah. that your rocket book or whatever. It gives us a place to say, hey, here's where you can find these things. And maybe we have a tab that says, you know, Chrome Unboxed Gear or stuff you see in our office or whatever. And that's just a place that you know you can go and find that. So so first on the list, we have, and and we, we thought long and hard about this. (laughs) <laughs> we we were deciding if if someone's gonna go and if you've been listening to this podcast you've heard us talk about this but um if someone was gonna go buy a chromebook this holiday season either for themselves or for a family member what are they gonna buy and so first on the list we have drum roll the pixelbook go yeah, and when you ask the question, model, M3 you said, baby, yeah, 649, said, let's do it. <laughs> any Chromebook, you know, let's not worry about sale prices. Yeah. Like what Chromebook would you just say to go get? And I mean, we got two of them sitting on the desk right now. Right. Yes, and I will say I I'm I've been what 3 weeks now, I guess. 2 or 3 about, something yeah, like something like that. Because up until this point, the Spin 13 has been my go-to. It is the one that I would choose, especially when you can get the Core i5 for $500 off yeah. right now. Great deal. Having used the Pixelbook Go for three weeks, internals aside, because if it was the M3, it wouldn't matter. I wouldn't notice a difference no, between it I have and, it at all. and the i5, whatever. I would buy this device. I would buy the Pixelbook Go. It's just too good. I was, working on I, was I was showing it to a friend, um, a, uh, a fellow entrepreneur and uh, a founder of a startup, uh, showing him the Pixelbook Go last night. And... Uh, He's he's in the market for a new device. He's used Mac forever, but everything he does is in a tab. And I was like, dude, just just buy it, just buy it, and try it. <laughs> yeah, I th- you I th- return I, it. I, you, you'll re- you get <laughs> Robbie, Robbie Payne. Robbie Payne, folks. <laughs> Robbie Payne. <laughs> you can return it, man. It's, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I returned a Chromebook um, it's, yesterday. It's it's um it's insane and just like I mean even just the engineering and I was just even showing him like the screen cutouts, you know, and like the way that it 
just the whole package, man. It's insane. Yeah, it's it's a so, wonderful device. I love it. Uh, and the one small issue I've had with it is that screen flicker issue we reported on. Uh, that'll be cleaned up hopefully next week when yeah. 79 rolls yeah, in. It should be out middle of next week. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, and, and that hasn't been like this, you know, paralyzing problem. It's just, it's annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, there's really no chinks in the armor here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just fantastic. a great device. And until there are devices that come out with some of the more bells and whistles of hardware, you know, it, it's going to be hard for me to want to move on from this device as yeah. my like go-to device that I go yeah. back to. Yeah. Let's um let's talk about some of the random stuff on here. Um obviously like everything on this list is really geared towards the kind of techie person. Like it it's the stuff oh, yeah. we like. Yeah. <laughs> and we're we're techie and nerdy. So like it's cool stuff that like we actually but, yeah, use. Yeah, but it. at the same time if if someone in my family who's not a techie came to me and said, "Hey, I'm looking for Ex- a product to do this thing." Yeah. What would you recommend? These are the things if you're yeah. I talked to somebody yesterday. They were asking me about Wi-Fi in their house. I told them to go buy a Google Wi-Fi right. or a Google yep. Nest Wi-Fi. Yep. I mean, these are these are what I would buy, but they're also what I would recommend for people to buy. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like that's what I was getting to. It's just like these are these are cool techie things, but honestly, there's so many just fun gadgets and different things on this list that could make a good gift for literally anyone on your list. I mean, and these are, you know, I, we put it up in the, the little setup text there. These are perfect for family, friends, coworkers, secret Santa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is anything. So let's talk about some of those kind of random things. Obviously we got the Chromebook out of the way. That's what everyone wanted to know. What's your, what's your Chromebook pick? What are you going to, you know, what, what's your, what, what are you recommending Robbie? You know, what is, what does Robbie recommend? One that's not on here that I, I wish we would have <laughs> stuck on here. Um, it's the, now, the, after we've put it out, now you're, you're yeah. wanting to go, add, I, I, hey, we can add we something. We asked man. you. We can <laughs> add some. How many things do we end up with? 24? 24. 24 yeah. items. The, Hand-picked. The Nest, hand-selected. The Nest Mini. Yeah. Uh, it's such a little go-to. Like, yeah. I've got it in our, our bedroom, and it just, like, we were folding clothes it's last great. night. And, and turned the sound up, and I was I, like, this is so I, pleasing, uh, and it's $35 yeah. right I debated. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. That one's, yeah. But that one's just like, that one's almost just like a... That's always no brainer. a great deal. It's it's oh, just like a yeah. it's just a no brainer. Yeah. Like that one's just you just you see it on the milk. shelf. Get your milk. Yeah. Get your eggs. <laughs> get, get your <laughs> bread. Get your mini. You know, like dude. Yes, part of your exactly. List. Yeah, that's fair. I, that's I debated fair. for a while whether to put that or the the Nest Hub, that's and I decided fair. to go with the Nest Hub because it's on sale. And as far as like the Nest Hub Max is cool, we've seen it. We've we've played around with it, um, but we don't ha- we don't have one. We, no, we, Google was supposed to we, send we one. To and get one. I'm like looking around. I'm like, gosh, we have so many things. But really, the only advantage of it, it, it does have better audio. But here's the thing. It has the camera, and that's great. So but if I'm looking for a Google Home device to listen to music on, it's going to be the Max. Right. Right. Which we threw on the list and as well. And if I, I have other smart displays around the house, and I don't well, use the camera on my smart display. I know people it's cool. do. The, the whole like gesture stuff is cool. Yeah, but for the but, price, though, man, this one, this one's just it's it's a nice price for the holidays. Yeah, I mean, there yeah. there's a lot of deals going around right now where you can get a free one. I think. Uh, well, yeah, the, there's the, connecting them with stuff. The one yeah, that we, serious. the one that I linked on here. So this one's a, a Best Buy link, and if you click it, um, it has a free. Uh, is it? A, I think it's a. It's not the Nest Mini, but it's a free uh, home, Google home Mini. Mini. Yeah. Well, it was on there. I don't know. It's this is the thing with some of these. Like they just change them out constantly. Uh, there was a deal. You might be able to click to it once you actually click in to add it uh, to your it looks card. Looks like you stuff. found a Walmart deal, maybe on this. One. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a little cheaper. Yeah. There so, you go. Anyway. But yeah. Um, so let's talk through like a couple of these other random things. Robbie, you um, one of, one of your top picks that that uh, you added on here. 
the Razer Hammerhead. Is it Hammerheads or just yeah, Hammerhead? Hammerhead. Wireless earbuds. Wireless earbuds. So, yeah, they've made Hammerhead uh, earbuds prior, but they were always the ones that kind of had the wire around the back of your neck. And these finally ditched that for kind of an um, uh, iPod or uh, uh, AirPod. 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 Gosh, every I don't, time. Whatever. AirPod. <laughs> An AirPod like design. They're slightly different looking, and there's like kind of like the round edge on the outside of them those are capacitive touch sensors so that gives you the ability to to kind of long press to play and pause to double tap to skip uh, on either ear so one ear goes back one ear goes forward um, and then you can triple tap and hold on one ear i think actually a long press just a single long press pulls up whatever assistance on your phone um, and then a triple tap and hold goes into its most uh, awesome feature which is gaming mode so you'll hear the thing over the headphones say gaming mode and that means it's gone into this ultra low latency mode, which I'm sure chews up the battery a lot faster. Um, but you can play games on your phone that normally would have latency like PUBG or Call of Duty um, where it's it's just off-putting. It's hard to play those games whenever you hear footsteps after footsteps are done moving and, yeah. or you're going to shoot and you see it shoot and then a half second later you hear the shot and all that stuff. It removes all of that. It feels like you're playing with wired in earbuds. Um, and so they're fantastic. The case is tiny. Uh, they hold a long charge and they're like nine, they're between 90 and a hundred dollars all the time. Uh, they have replaced AirPods in my pocket. So you're not even carrying the, the AirPods anymore. They're in my backpack. Um, and, but you're and, not carrying them in your pocket. No. And so I, I the reason I carry only AirPods, room for one set. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I carried AirPods oh, and, and they I sound would not, better. I would not be surprised if Robbie Payne had three pairs of, <laughs> of Bluetooth headphones in his, in, his, yeah. in his jeans. The the reason too that I started carrying around headphones like this is partially so that if at the time uh, when I was really starting to go through them was you know we were kind of officed at at Joe's house and I was still part time with Chrome Unboxed as far as like my time I could dedicate daily. So I was a little more nomadic for a little while there. Yeah. I mean, we did the what's in my bag thing and it was all about having my desk basically wherever I wanted because uh, I needed to be able to work. You know, like Joe would have to go somewhere and I wasn't going to stay at the house. And so I'd uh, pick myself up and go to Starbucks or whatever. And, you and so, don't have to leave, but you can't stay yeah. here. I just <laughs> so, kick them out. Yeah. And, and so, you know, at that time, like being able to sit down somewhere, even if it was noisy and pop in earbuds, yeah. And just continue working was was super important. But I also wanted to be able to play games with them. And the AirPods didn't do... They would do that for Android, but there was enough lag that it wasn't usable for games. And they were fine with an iPad, but I didn't always want to have to get my iPad out to play a game or whatever. And and then it turned out, you know, uh, PUBG, for instance, they just... I guess they were having so much issue with the Bluetooth headphones with in-game chat it just it doesn't work and we, we finally figured this out the hard way yeah, Ro- Robbie Gosh, all this man. time thought it, it was, was his headphones Robbie was like going so I, through yeah so I threw mine in which are also on the list the sound peats and I, lo and behold same issue it right? doesn't work and then we stumbled across the chat where it said that they actually have they nerfed that feature yeah, yeah. And so hold they, on what they do the sound peats what are the, how much do those things cost 25 bucks. 25 30 dollars they sound great they're, they're they sound great they're light they fit well great in the ear so like if you just want a stocking stuffer that is oh, actually yeah. like that's actually good. They're they're not just starting stuff that you're just throwing in there to no, like take up room. Are, right. These are legit. I use them when I'm like mowing, doing yard work, mowing the grass, stuff like that. They're they're just comfortable. You can leave them in for hours at a time without because I, I I can't deal with like 
deep penetrating earbuds. They make my ears ache yeah. after a while. These are just comfortable and they sound good. And if you lose them, you just go buy another. Yeah, pair. buy some more. True. <laughs> the, yeah, the only knock I have on because uh, I've got a pair of the Sound Peats. No surprise. Um, I got a set of those too. Uh, the only knock I have on them is the case is kind of big. Yeah, uh, so if you put yeah. it in your pockets, you, it, you're going to notice. Kinda, kinda it's fun. like, like it's, having like a little roll of nickels in your pocket. Uh, or it'd be like a roll of half dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty large. Um, you have a better case, though. His has a lid on it and mine didn't. Yeah, that's true. Whatever. Um, and then the other issue with them is gaming latency. Yeah. So if you're wanting yeah. to use them to play a game, you know, and that's well, the thing. Like, I'll, I'll use my Razors. Uh, if I'm if I'm going to hop in a match of like Call of Duty or something by myself, if it's just me, right. I'm not worried about the mic because I'm pretty sure Tencent makes that game too. So they probably did the same thing. And so all it does is it forces it to use your phone's physical microphone while you're using your headphones and your hands constantly covered and yeah. rubbing on stuff. Yeah. It, it's not a great solution, but. So if I'm playing with other people, I just wire in headphones. But if I'm playing by myself, it's so much easier to pop my razors. Yeah, and pop them and they in. look and the great. Sound peats are like. You know that there's some lag there. All, so the, almost all of them have. So the lag. razors, the razors kind of look more like a. Um, they have the little, <laughs> the little they're, stem. Oh, they're an Air, they, AirPod. They look off. like an AirPod. Um, and as far as I mean, these aren't just for gaming though. Like you can grab these things for a hundred bucks, and and they sound really and they good. sound great, and they're going to work with with anything, anything. not yeah. not just Android. So, like yeah, if someone has an iPhone, free, you can the grab them. These headphones, works, yeah, for iOS too. Yeah. I've hooked them up to the to the iPod or iPad and. No issues whatsoever with gaming and latency. And so the latency stuff that they're doing is all in the earbud itself. It has nothing to do with like software on your phone or anything. It's just, I don't know what they're doing to, to cut it down, but it works. Uh, and it's it's really cool. And they, again, they sound great. Like, yeah. it's not like AirPods to me are one of the worst sounding earbuds you can wear. Like, they're just, they are mediocre at best if you're yeah. talking about sound quality. They, and, and these will let in a lot of ambient outside noise. So if you're looking for something where you don't want to be closed off, they, they'll do that as well. But the fullness of the bass and stuff in the in the earbuds is yeah. much better than, yeah. than uh, AirPods. So um, we have a nice selection of smartwatches on the list. <laughs> Uh, and again, these and are all our and these the are, ones these that are on our wrist right These now. are three watches that are right here around the table, which is really cool. Um, and so let's kind of talk through uh, each of our watches uh, because I think that's a holiday gift. You know, it's, I don't know, people always like joke about like AirPods and Apple Watches. It's like, I didn't know what to get you, so I got you AirPods and an Apple Watch or whatever. <laughs> Apple no watches, one has Apple Watch, ever bought me AirPods. Apple Watch, <laughs> Apple Watch is, is so pro. expensive. No. <laughs> yeah, it's so expensive. It, it's, it's, it's its own thing. Um, in, in Wear OS watches, and if someone uses um, Android and they need a smartwatch, like you might be a little bit confused. <laughs> like, what do I buy them? What watch works? What do what? And you see all these knockoff ones that are super cheap, yeah. and it's like, what do you even buy? And believe me, like I've gone through a, the rigmarole of trying to figure out watches, and um, I had used the Huawei watch uh, for a long time. Um, in the watch that I've upgraded to, which is the one that I have on, and the one that I included on the list is the Fossil um, Gen 5 Carlisle, I think is how you say it. Um, and for me, uh, it it has everything that I want. It it, it does it, it doesn't do cellular, and so we'll get to uh, Gabe's watch here in a second that that offers that. Um, but as someone who likes to uh, get outside and go for a run, and I just bought a mountain bike, so being able to track some of my GPS stuff. Um, with the watch uh, was was a must-have. NFC, I've actually been able to use uh, Google Pay on this one. My old one, it was so laggy, I couldn't even actually do it. 
uh, there are days whenever I actually just pay with everything with my wrist. Uh, everywhere I go, like Aldi here in town where I buy my groceries, uh, the the IGA right around the corner from my house, uh, coffee, like the places I go to buy things, I can pay with my wrist now. And I literally walk up, I tap the side button, and I tap it. Do people still give you funny looks when you do Oh, it? dude, I do it, and people are like, what did you just do? No way. Is that, did that work? Yeah. I'm like, this did is that not work? New. It kills me. It's, it's not even so close funny. to new. Like the Starbucks and, and the grocery store here in town, they still, if you... Yeah, you have, even just tapping yeah. your oh, phone Oh, to are pay. you using Apple Pay? No. Yeah. Oh, is it Samsung Google. Pay? No. Yeah, it's just Google. It's Google. It's way better. Um, but yeah, I mean, this has just been my go-to watch. I purchased this right before we went to uh, New York for Google. So when was that? October. Yeah. Um, so I've been using it every single day. I mean, I've worn this watch literally every single day since then. Uh, and battery life has just been fantastic. Uh, I was just telling the guys, I'm at 82% right now. Uh, it's 3 o'clock uh, in the afternoon. And I'm at, I'm at 80, 82%. So I, I can really, I can, I could probably make it through three days. Realistically, like there are multiple times that I go two days on a charge, uh, which for a smartwatch is, is great. And it, I turn off a couple of the features, uh, but I basically use, I, I, I use everything on my watch. I actually get a, a pretty good use out of Wear OS. Um, and I really, I, I ended up really going with the Fossil because it has a metal casing. Um, and I think it just looks a little better. Like it, it obviously still looks like a smartwatch, um, but it's a little bit more stylish with the metal casing. Um, I'm rocking the all black version uh, with the black silicon band. It's super comfortable. And yeah, the metal casing looks good. Uh, screen is decent. I mean, there's still a little bezel around the outside, but I don't ever notice it. And this one has the like, kind of like classic um, band connection. I don't know what that part on a watch is called, but like where the where the actual watch band comes up and connects, this just has normal little lugs there. So like Gabe's watch, if he were to try to slap another band on it, it would it might look kind of funky because of the way the uh, the watch is shaped and it kind of curves down into the band. the 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 fossil's a real kind of basic one, so I can slap any band on here, and it's a twenty two millimeter quick release uh, attachment, so I can go on Amazon and you can find tons of different bands to try and you can do metal and you could do a link um you could do a nylon i mean all sorts of different stuff so that's mine the, the fossil gen 5 that's my watch i love it and i would recommend it to anyone especially at its price 300 bucks you're getting a smartwatch that just works on android and it's going to be a good gift if you have somebody that's interested in smartwatches and maybe they use pixel android they're not quite sure exactly which one to buy this is this is a, a a great gift that you can buy them that it's gonna work and it's simple and just is 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 a great purchase gabe that was long-winded i've been i've been wanting to talk about this watch i want to make a video joe is a wear os dude i love i love wear os i do i love it i like watches i love watches the guys make fun of me all the time i always talk about well, uh, and that's the thing i'm on the other end of the spectrum not that i don't like wear os i'm a watch guy i love watches but i don't buy them because i for me that would become my tech thing not yeah. smart watches just watches i would end up going broke buying watches but uh, this is my first real life experience with a Wear OS device. And oh, so you haven't worn any other uh, smartwatch? We, we had Mobvoi, the Tick Watch, the original one in the office. We oh had, man, that thing was clunky. Yeah, we had it for a couple of days. I never really wore it. Robbie wore it for a little bit, and I just Wear Wear's still got some stuff they need to figure out. But at that point in time, Wear was—I mean, Wear could have barely 
easily died, died at yeah. that point. It almost did, uh, I think. <laughs> they've made some changes, gotten better. Uh, but so far, so good. I've had this watch on for about a week and a half now, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying the fact that it helps me disconnect from my phone a little bit. Um, of course, with the you have Google Fit, but then my, my boy has their own health. I think it's called Tech Health, I think. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just the reminders to get up and walk, get some steps in for the hour and things like that and the heart rate monitor. And, and it's one of the most full-featured watches that's out there. It does have NFC and the heart rate monitor and uh, GPS and all that. And then it has the eSIM for LTE if you want to activate that through Verizon. But for 240 bucks, it's a really nice-looking watch. It's a little bit – if I were going to go buy just a watch, it's a little thicker than what I would prefer. Yeah. But it's not gross either. You don't, you know it's a smart watch when you look at it, but it's not like crazy yeah, thing. I mean, I would say it's um, for 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 those watch connoisseurs out there. If if anyone is um, owns like a a diver watch, um, you know, something with like a big, yeah. big big crowns on them, it's about that size. It's maybe a little bit larger, but um, smart watches are getting better, man. Yeah, they're, the only the looking, only thing I wish it looks uh, it looks pretty good. I'm still learning my way around it, so there are days where I feel like the battery life isn't great because one thing Mobvoi touts is this dual layer screen so they have an lcd on top of an amoled and it's supposed to help with battery life there are days where at the end of the day i'll have 60 percent left there's days like yesterday where it just randomly died like mm. late in the evening and i'm not sure why but i don't know my way around the watch that well and yeah i know i have lift awake on and i have all this different yeah. stuff on that i probably shouldn't but i do wish they offer a couple hybrid bands on their site and it's a 22 millimeter also but like joe said the way the band is cut if you just had a regular 22 millimeter band, it might look weird. So you can buy whatever band you want for this. That's a 22 millimeter, but you're going to want to make sure that it's kind of look in right. Cause it's, recessed. and I don't care for is that, that. Is that the right word? It's yeah, kind of recessed it's rec- in there. So yeah, the actual lugs like a, are up in. Yeah, like so a the split. band, the band tapers out and then it cuts in at a 90 degree to fit into where the lug goes. And if you didn't get a band that was shaped like that, it would just look weird. Yeah. And I don't really like the hybrid bands that they sell on their site. But other than that, I really like it. I'm, I'm going to try has, to find a leather band for it because yeah. I prefer that. But, yeah, that's that's my next thing. I'm going to get a leather band it for just, mine, too. It looks good. It feels great. And like I said, my biggest thing is it hel- it has helped me detach from my foot. Because I do. I, I, will, I will sit here and admit to the world that I have a bad habit of getting a notification on my phone, checking said notification, and then going down a rabbit hole of Dude. – 37 other apps think and we all Google News that. Feed. And, you know, you can only read through your Google News Feed so many times before it's going to start showing you the same stuff you just read. This helps me step away from yeah. that, and that's a good thing in my opinion. So, um, it has one gig of RAM. One gig of RAM. As does the Fossil, which is a huge huge differentiator right like, and someone pointed out uh we had shared a deal on this because it's on sale right now someone who uh, shot me an email and let me know that even though it does not have the newest qualcomm chip it's actually the 2100 not the 3100 3, which is in the fossil but he actually he said and he he attributes this to the one gig of ram he said he's never and this guy's owned huawei's and whatever he said he's never had an issue with performance and lag on it yeah. so yeah, I, the, 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 the newer Qualcomm uh, silicon they're making is in these watches is getting a lot better. Um, but I, I do want to comment real quickly. For, for those that uh, you're maybe wanting to get a smartwatch for someone and, and they're, maybe they're not sure about it because they're afraid that by getting a smartwatch, they're going to be just, ah, oh, well, I already have too many notifications. I already have too much stuff. Like That's just going to make it worse. 
it actually like like Gabe said, it actually allows me to look at my phone less and get distracted less because if I'm sitting and working and I have my phone face down or if I have my phone up on the dock and I get a notification, I can just quickly glance, glance at my li- my wrist. If it's super important, I can I can answer right. it. It helps you curate your yeah. notification. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. So there's a like, lot of notifications really important, that... I can go ahead and open up my phone. But yeah, if not, on your small screen of your watch, you're just going to dismiss them because it's not yeah. worth the hassle of messing with them. And, and, and you don't run the risk of, right. of going down the rabbit hole. And then also... Um, I mean, I, I try to answer phone calls whenever I get them, but a lot of times I don't. I'm a millennial. I don't like talking on the phone. Um, but that that also, if I'm uh, if my phone's in my pocket um, or if I'm out playing disc golf and I put my phone in my bag, and someone texts me or calls me, I can just look at my wrist and say, oh, no, that's important or that's not important. I may or may not need to grab my phone. Right. So that's been huge. Um, so, Robbie, your watch is a slightly different uh, approach to all of this uh, you have a Fitbit Versa and you recently upgraded it to the Versa 2 uh, which just came out not too long ago so we have the Versa 2 on the list uh, but you're a longtime user of this watch yeah um, it's the watch that in all the YouTube videos people are like was well, he wearing an Apple watch or is, what watch are you wearing? Why is this the jerk two? talking about Chromebooks wearing an Apple Watch? Which, by the way, if I wanted to wear an Apple Watch and you I could had go an iPhone, right ahead. I can use both of those things and still be a Chromebook user. So if you do that, more power to you. Um, I just I don't get into this whole camp situation. Like, yeah. it's just silly. Um, use the tech that's best for you. We we always advocate that 100%. You know, you need to if a Chromebook's right for you, I think, and it works for you, it's the best device for you. I do, I do believe that, but it's just not right for everybody. So anyway, with that said, I do wear the Versa and Versa 2, uh, and I have the Versa 2, and it is worth the upgrade. So if you've looked at Versas and you're like, well, should I just maybe save a little money and get the Versa 1, get the Versa 2. Uh, they fixed a lot of the, the nagging things that were wrong with the Versa, and it has, it's been one of those upgrades where I every day I put the watch on, I'm 100% glad that I went ahead and upgraded the device. Um, and you have to understand upgrading this device for me meant upgrading it twice because my wife had a Versa, I had a Versa. There was no upgrading it without getting her a new one too. So we we bought two Versa 2s. Uh, we made those our Christmas presents. But uh, shockingly, when, when they came in, I was like, well, do you want to wrap these up? We'll, we'll open them up on Christmas. She's like, nah. I'm like, all right, I'm rubbing off on you a little bit. And so we opened them up and Crack got them going. bad boys open. <laughs> um, and from everything from, you know, they took the Fitbit name off the front of the device. So it's which just, looks it's, so it's, much just better. it's clean looking. It's got an always on OLED display now, uh, which other smartwatches have had OLED displays forever. So it was silly. They didn't have that. So now it's, you know, I can just glance down and I can see the time without turning my wrist over and being rude. Uh, that's a huge upgrade. Um, and I don't have to turn it off and I'm not knocking Android Wear or anything else, but I don't have to turn it off as a feature. It's going to kill my battery. I'm still with always on display four days, five days of battery life easily. Um, and with the latest update, you know, the, like the raise to wake wasn't working with the always on display, which I felt was super janky. So it was like, I could wave my wrist around no matter what. And it was the always <laughs> on display. And then I have to tap, tap it or it. click oh, a button okay. to get the full blown, you know, display to turn on. And I thought that was really silly. Um, and so they fixed that with the update. So now, you know, I lift my wrist up and it just kind of, it just, uh, I'll show you here. So yeah. It's kind of like a nice, it's like a, it. is it fading it in? Oh fades yeah. In. It's so, so you pretty. have your, so you have your, your time over on the left side, which is always there. Right. And then your other, your other All the extra um, stuff in the background. complications yeah. fade in on the side. That's and dope. so I, I'm assuming the way that they're working, cause this is one of the Fitbit made watch faces. 
Um, and my wife's using a different Fitbit made watch face does the same thing. Her time's in a different place, whatever, but the time part stays constant, always on or not always on. And the rest of the complications background all fade in as you, as you lift. It's, it's a beautiful, it just, it looks great. It feels just like, man, this is, this is how this is supposed to work. It's It's really cool. Your your watch is super light. Like you put it on it. It's like you forget that it's there. It's so weird because ultimately Fitbit's a fitness tracker. That's what they're most concerned with. And so they needed to make it lightweight and, and, and airy and, and it's, it's thin and it just doesn't take up a lot of room on my wrist. And, when we got the the Mobvoi watch in, I put it on for about five minutes. I was like, I, like nah. I'm not a watch guy to begin with, so I, I just was not interested in having. Uh, I never wore a watch to begin with. I've got I've got a, a really nice watch that was gifted to me that I've never worn in any occasion. I should, but I just I don't like big clunky thing on my wrist, and so uh, this is not that. This is the antithesis of big huge watches. Um, the watch face is plenty large. Uh, but it's light, um, and it's it. I just forget it's on most yeah. times, um, and you know it does all your notifications. And to speak to the notification thing, like the the other upgrade like you, with this you one, you can't. Can you reply from your yours? Yeah, so okay. you can do quick reply, canned rep- responses, and the one thing I use the Alexa that's built into this for is, is the voice. vocal replies. There, that is that, that's the other thing I forgot to mention, like. And, and where voice does this too. voice re- responses on a watch are like that's game changer. Right. Of all Once places, you have a watch that can do it, like my my Huawei was so like so janky, dude. Like my voice uh, detects would hardly work. Right. This thing now, like I just I can just click the mic, say your thing, tap it, and say look my thing. at it. Yeah. yeah. And I'll, I'll give Alexa some credit here. Um, Google's hit or miss with adding punctuation to your stuff, and I'm mm. not saying Alexa nails it every time, but. It gets it so a lot without of without saying yeah. the punctuation. Without saying really? the punctuation, okay, adds commas, periods. You oh, know. that's neat. Yeah, it, so it's, it, it sends a pretty nice, clean thing. I have noticed if there's a bit of ambient noise in the background, it struggles pretty quick. Um, so I got to find a place where I can get you know pretty close yeah. to the watch. But it, that benefit to me has been one of the main reasons I upgraded, and it's I've been really happy with it to be able to get a text in, just especially if I'm driving. To just click that mic, say the response, and hit send. Oh, like I, I do that, and just all the not time. get the phone out of my my pocket. And that was one of the things that I always looked at with Wear OS. Like, oh man, it kind of makes me want to switch. And if anybody makes a really small, lightweight, I don't need all the bells yeah. and whistles. Like this thing has heart rate tracking, and you know it does a GPS, so it uses your phone. You know, it can pull the phone's yeah, GPS and use yeah. it for tracking if yeah. you need it. I don't yeah. really do that much. Like mine, mine and Gabe's, we can do untethered right. GPS. You could walk so we can away go from out your phone. And go for a run with just our watch, which is um, like a big deal for me. And, you know, it has the mic on it, obviously. There's no speaker on this, so I couldn't take a phone mm. call on this. I mean, there's some limitations here, uh, but crazy battery life, super lightweight design. You know, your sleep, great sleep tracking. And if, you know, you're into fit, fitness tracking at all, and I'm not like some fitness guy, you know, but I like keeping up with my steps and heart rate and how many steps I, or, uh, levels of stairs I've walked up Do and down and stuff. It fit Fitbit's amazing. Gosh, their software is so good. And, and that's just, why Google bought them. And they just I mean, got bought, yeah. Yeah. And so I, it, that part of it is awesome. And I haven't wanted to leave. I've been hesitant to leave the Fitbit line of stuff because I love their software. Like when I do go through those periods where I'm like, Hey, I'm, I'm exercising this much. or I'm doing this much. I love the data that you can yeah. use. The with breakdown Fitbit. that they'll give you. And yeah. Now it's I'm, insane. I'm like, cool. Google has them now. And right. eventually they're going to meld into something. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay put with my Versa and I'm incredibly happy with the Versa too. And they upgraded the internals. I have no idea what's inside this thing. Uh, but the interface isn't any different than it was on the original Versa, but it's smooth as butter now. Okay. So there's no hesitations, no jumpiness. Everything's just perfectly smooth. So the, the 
experience with this watch has been a plus for me. I so, love it. so if someone has um, a, a, someone on their uh, shopping list who has the original Versa and likes it, well like, like this upgrade. is a this is hey, like I got you this thing and they can take some of your little notes there that you just said. So whenever they give it to them, they can be like, oh yeah, and it does this, this, and this. Yeah, the, so, the, yeah. the, the three big things, the uh, OLED screen giving you always on display, huge. The upgraded internals making the entire experience smooth. And, and yeah, just it's so responsive now is a huge win. And then the uh, voice responses, or did yeah. I say that first? No, no, no. no. Yeah, no. always on yeah. voice. Yeah, those three things. Other than that, I mean, the, it, like I said, it looks a little better. Yeah, uh, I like the look of it and your, way more. And your bands all still fit. So, yeah, Fitbit bands, they, yeah. it's the same same thing. Yeah. They still work. So, it, it's been great. I, I, There's nothing in me that's like, man, I wish I could get that in my watch. Like, outside of this, I would want to do something like an Apple Watch because mm-hmm. the features that are there, and I mean, they're so far, I mean, we've talked about this, they're so far ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah. With smartwatches, like I like this because it's not trying to do that to be an yeah. Apple Watch competitor. Yeah. It's just like Fitbit's just like doing their own thing, and you know, talking about curated notifications. Yeah, I basically only turn on notifications for apps that you I know care I care about. Right. Yeah. And so That's all the other junk that goes to my phone, if it doesn't buzz my wrist, it's like oh, it's not that important. I don't feel like I have to exactly. pick my phone up. Yeah. And, and yep. I love that. I think that's a really cool feature. Yeah. So. It's 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 interesting. Like I said, you're like. Yeah, there's this preconceived notion that oh, I'm going to get a smartwatch and it's just going to buzz on my wrist and it's going to bother me all the time. It actually ends up not true. Kind of doing the opposite. It's it's fascinating. Um, let's let's run through just kind of like a hot take on a couple of these other items here, and then we'll wrap this thing up. Um, one thing I I, I want to talk about. Uh, Got to give a shout out to the folks over at Moment. Um, the Moment Wide Lens uh, is an accessory for your smartphone photography game. Uh, that will just take it up like a whole nother level. Uh, the case that it comes with, so you have to buy a case from Moment, and that's how the lens actually attaches. It's it's great glass. Like the actual lens itself yes, is fantastic. It's well made. It's it's substantial. Just it's it's just great. The case that it comes with, like uh, we have a we have a, a coworker with uh, the the marketing firm that we used to work with. He just leaves the case on his phone, like that's his phone case because yep. it's that good. Like they're they're good cases. Um, I want to say they just came out with like a newer slim case, even. Oh really? Um, yeah. So the cases originally were a little bit thicker. I think they have a slim case now. Um, so yeah, if you have someone in your family or have someone on your list who has a Pixel phone. Um, iPhone. Uh, I think they have some of the Samsung cases. They have OnePlus now. They have also. a OnePlus mm-hmm. case on there. So you have to obviously like you have to have uh, a phone that the case will fit to to use these yeah. lenses. So you can't just right. you can't slap this lens on any camera uh, or on on any phone. Um, but especially for the Pixel, dude. Like y- you, y- the Pixel camera is one of the, if not maybe the best smartphone camera. Still camera, yeah. And and you can slap this lens on it and make it like even better. And you can get these interesting, like different angles and different shots and still have the crispiness in the photo. Yeah. I carried um, it. I carried it with me everywhere when I was in Germany. Yeah. On that trips, wide, that wide family angle. stuff, man. man. Oh, it's great. Um, I, I've seen a couple uh photos, uh, comparisons on moment check them out on social they're they're great on social their youtube channel uh fantastic uh, yeah, caleb cool and, and niles when did we yeah. meet them i was we, new york last we year we ran into yeah. them in new york last year just yeah, great 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 just super humble and, down and to just earth, down to earth yeah great to. content so check out their content for sure um but i've seen some comparisons so the the iphone has a wide on the back 
Right. Um, and they well, did some the one the, the bigger one has a wide, or maybe all of them have a wide. Whatever they did a comparison of the built-in wide, in the kind of the cur- the the quality of the image, and then did the regular camera with the widening with lens widening, on it, and um, it's like drastically different. Like oh, it's 100%. so much better. Yeah, so widening the lenses and phones are. Usually, yeah, I mean, kind of mushy. This thing's this thing's okay. this thing's gonna 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 step step up your uh, photography game for sure. For sure. Yeah, it, the um, wide angle with it has uh, it's it's been awesome, and it'd be the one I would tell you to go get. Yeah. Their two X telephoto is okay. It's cool for certain things. Yeah, like it's it's cool, but the wide is just so versatile. You can yep. use it with so many different things. Um, one thing on on this list that I want to talk about that's like this is a this is a smart home accessory that you don't know that you need until you have it and then you're gonna love it and that's smart plugs. So you can take these smart plugs, plug them into the wall. Obviously, you have to set them all up, get them connected to the assistant, and you can plug in a lamp, you can plug in a fan, um, you could technically plug in like a TV if you don't have a Chromecast Ultra or a Chromecast plugged in that can turn on and off your TV. Um, and you basically now have a smart connected, uh, a home appliance Yep. and it's one of those things. It's like, you don't realize how dope it is until you have it and you can walk into your living room and say, Hey G turn on the living room lamp and it just turns on the lamp or you can say, turn on the office. And yeah, like especially I mean, for here us, at the office, cause we oh, had, man. we would, we set up groups in each room. Hey, turn off the big room, yeah, turn the off the lounge, and, turn on the lounge. Cause like, and it's cheaper and easier than investing into a bunch of smart light bulbs that might eventually blow or whatever. And you just the have a group set up. Yeah. And you just, hey, set it up. And then they have a manual switch too. Yeah. The Wemos have a nice little button right on the on the side. So if you're having an issue with it, you can turn it off that way if you don't want to turn off the lamp manually or whatever. Um, so those things are cool. And uh, do you guys have any other thing? I'm, I want to talk about the phone that we picked, but are there any other little random things you guys want to talk about? Obviously, the espresso machine is dope. If you want an espresso machine, if you're looking around for an in home espresso machine or in your office, the Breville uh, Barista Express is our recommendation. That thing is just amazing. Uh, yeah, the portable, I, the portable power bank, the Rav Rave Power, Rav Power, Rav Power. Yeah, that's a good accessory if someone doesn't fantastic. have one of those. Yeah, it's been so simple to use and no issues with it. it just uh, works. I love it. it. Stays in my bag all the time. Speaking of bags, Ooh, that Thule bag gotta, that's on there. Robbie's uh, got to talk about his Thule bag. Yeah. So the the fun thing that happened with it is uh we saw them at ces and we're like oh cool didn't even know Thule was at ces and so we went and messed with some of their bags and and we got some some hookups from them uh just in in the, in the way of some discounts and stuff like that and so um, i finally needed to replace my bag so it had been six and a half years or something almost seven years and one of the zippers started just coming apart and the next thing you know it was half that zipper and it was the main compartment it had just come loose and it wasn't usable anymore and so, with a heavy heart, I went to replace it with the Thule Crossover 2. Because I'm like, oh, this is the second, this is the newer version of this bag. It's going to be the same idea. And, and there's a lot of similarities with it. And so, I just I went ahead and got it side unseen. It showed up and I got it out and it, it was a little bit bigger. Um, but, like, its size were kind of hard, like almost like luggage. It was, yeah. It felt like luggage. Yeah, it was kind of. Um, and so, I was like, well, maybe it'll And, like, kinda... that could be good for some people. Right, but like, for right. you, you, yeah. you, you, you're throwing it around uh, yeah, in the car. Yeah, I'm in a car and, and in yeah. the office, you know, and I'm just like, it was weird, and again, I've been with that backpack for seven years, so changing anything up was going to be weird. But I did it, put everything in it, and I, I used it for like a week. Yeah, and it was just like couldn't do it. This is weird, and so I was like, maybe one of the other ones of theirs would be better. And so I go to look, and unfortunately, the discount we used technically meant we couldn't return it. And I'm like, I didn't even barely use this thing, you know, and this stinks. I'm, I'm sitting here with a bag, even though I got a discount on it. It's still, they're expensive. 
Um, and so I go looking for a different version of a different bag. Cause in my head, they don't make the crossover anymore. And lo and behold, there's the crossover sitting on the site for half the price of the crossover too. And I'm like, my baby. And so I immediately ordered it without even thinking about the fact that I couldn't return my other one, ordered it, paid for it. It's shipping. I'm happy. And then I'm like, Oh, wait a second. I can't return this other one. Now I'm going to have two bags. What am I going to do with these? And luckily the people at Thule were really awesome. Uh, reached out and said, look, I made an honest mistake here. I, I didn't realize this one was available. I didn't even know it was a thing anymore. And I see that you sell it now. Is yeah. there any way you can give me a refund? They did. <laughs> yeah. They got me the thing. I sent it back. And so now I now have a brand new version of the exact same bag I had before. Yep. And I was telling Joe yesterday, I couldn't be happier. Yeah. I just, it's like he, he went back and he, it, he's happy again. Yeah. It's, he's, it's perfect. <laughs> I love, now we have a backpack for our archives. Yeah. yeah exactly. I still got it at home. Yeah. I like, I can't bring myself to throw it out. Like I'm no. so attached to that backpack. Um, and, wow. and it, it lasts. They're so, so they're so great. Other they're than that zipper, if I could find somebody to like repair that zipper, it'd be a difficult process because the way it's kind of nested in there. Oh, I'm sure somebody could do it. Somebody could do it. So I want to find someone to do it because honestly, it's, it's still great. A, there's like barely any wear and tear on it. It still yeah. looks kind of like that one. You yeah. could almost not yeah, tell them apart. It's like the stuff they build is just well, phenomenal we, in, in we, quality. Yeah, we ended up we ended up snagging a uh, a camera bag from them, um, and so we've gone on a couple trips with that bag already. And I'm carrying it every single day, uh, throwing it in my car and, and here at the office and around coffee shops and stuff. And it was just, I mean, it was like last week or somebody, Josh or somebody was looking, you were like, oh yeah, look at Joe's bag. And it was yeah. like, it doesn't look like I've even used it. No. It's insane. Yeah. Thule's amazing. So we linked up, uh, we linked up the crossover original on the, on, uh, on the site. Liter. Yeah. That's the original. Uh, but obviously any of the Thule bags, whichever yeah, one's going to be great. a good fit for you, any of those are going to be great. So let's talk about which phone we selected and why we selected it, and then let's wrap this thing up. Um, so if you're looking through our list, you might notice that we did not link the Google Pixel 4 on our holiday 2019 shopping list. Stop listening. My Google, my phone's lighting up over here. Um, and we, we, this, was, this, was a, this was a conversation that, that we've been having to kind of decide which phone we wanted to link. And honestly, it just comes down to the value that you're going to get with the Pixel 3a XL. So th this is a, what, six-month-old phone, slightly. Yeah. It doesn't have the newer you know, processor and everything no, in it. not even close. So uh, um, Snapdragon 670. Right. Um, four gigs of RAM, I think. Uh -huh. I think it's a 64-gig phone. It is. Uh, but you can AMOLED screen. You get some pretty decent speakers. You get the legendary camera. camera that's in the Pixel 3 and 3XL. Um, and you get a the same size screen that's on the Pixel 3XL uh, without the unsightly notch um, with symmetrical bezels, unlike the Pixel 4 and 4XL. And honestly, I still have one at the house. Um, I bought one to review and decided not to take it back. There yeah. was something about it I wanted to keep. It's just good to have around. Um, I ended up having, I, give it, uh, I gave it to my nine-year-old daughter to use. Um, she had done some things to earn a phone. And so, um, uh, if you're judging me for giving my nine year old a phone, I, it doesn't bother me <laughs> if you are, cause, um, you know, we live in a different world now. And, and, uh, I know if I was that old, I remember when I was that old, I had video games and stuff. They're not that different than phones. She loves Roblox and all that stuff. So, uh, and it was an affordable phone, you know, it's weird so, to so think I handed her a pixel that was affordable so and right now you can buy and so the, i have it i guess the point yeah. in saying that was that i have it I'm, i still pick it up and yeah mess with it from time to time and, and 
am constantly reminded like this thing's good i, I love the way this thing <laughs> yeah, feels like good. i just i like this yeah. phone i really do I, yeah. I just like it yeah and right now if you go onto our site and 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 click in you can buy that thing for 400 bucks yeah brand new brand new that's yep. insane dude it's a great you're phone. getting a you're getting a flagship level phone almost i mean it's not it's not quite yeah. the it's I mean, not the four you know but it's 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 a nice premium phone yeah and there's a lot of people that would use it and never they're just not going to be like oh this doesn't have this or this well, isn't the pixel like four and for a lot of people like still got the fingerprint scanner they might like that better than the, sure, the face, than the face lock, id yeah. stuff and so i mean i just yeah it's a great phone like yeah. and it comes down to we're getting to the point with android 2 just like we've talked with chromebooks that the experience is really what drives anything anymore. So exactly. forget about what's inside of it, honestly. Did, did, do you have a good experience using the phone? And that was just the case with the 3A XL. Like, again, I used it as my phone for a couple weeks and made the decision not to take it back. Yeah, I didn't, it's I, fantastic. I, I, couldn't even, I was just like, I'm not even sure what I'm going to do with this phone. And it sat in my, in my cupboard for a few weeks as I was kind of contemplating. So when, when her birthday came around, I knew that yeah. that was going to be like the thing that I gave her for her birthday. And so... Yeah. And it's so funny. I mean, we sat and talked and we're just like, well, obviously like the four has all the features. It has face unlock. It has the, the better screen. It has, it has all the bells and whistles, right? But you're going to pay for it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a premium phone yeah, it's and not it's cheap. not on sale as of right now. Um, yeah. And then, so then it's like, okay, well you could maybe get a three, uh, three XL. Uh, but for the price, like I personally think you're gonna have a better experience in the the on the getting rid of the stupid notch. Yep. For the three A XL and for four hundred bucks, dude, it was we. Yeah, because what's the three XL? You can get for what, like six probably. Six fifty. Yeah, and so like it's just that thing of price informing your experience. It's just, it's just value proposition. Yeah. This is and, a, and and if you don't want to get into all that stuff, like there's something visceral about getting down to certain price points with with tech gear. That when you when you don't spend an arm and a leg, when you spend a, a much smaller amount of money, the expectations you put on that device—I don't care what you tell yourself—the expectations you actually put on that device go way down. It's, and so then it starts. It's like a mind. You. It's like a mind game. It really, it really is. is. Yeah. Uh, and and the same thing happens with Chromebooks. Like that's why I love seeing great Chromebooks at more affordable prices. When when people pay less money, they're just less critical about every little nook and cranny and and. There's no piece of hardware that's perfect, so the once they start creeping up there in that thousand dollar range, it doesn't matter what you tell yourself about hardware not being perfect. There's an expectation that it's going to deliver this perfection yeah. to you, and it can't ever yeah. deliver right, that. Yeah. So and you're always disappointed, yeah. and there's all this stuff. Versus you pay three or four hundred bucks for a phone, and you're like, I can't believe I did. I'm getting this for four hundred bucks. This, this is I great. have a yeah. nice new smartphone for four hundred right. bucks. Can I just say that my phone costs five hundred dollars? Yeah, and it's got a ninety hertz display. Yeah, I mean that's a great, great phone, but it but, no, but it boils but down. But I, it, I will say this. Having used a Pixel, I could not condone paying the money to move to the Pixel 4 XL because if I'm going to get one, I'm going to get the XL. And my wife and I have been discussing, you know, what we're going to do. Are we going to? Because I love the OnePlus; it's a great phone, whatever. But with this price on the 3A, three axle—is that what you call it? Yeah, Thraxel. 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 Oh darn! My bad. It's Sorry, really tempting because the OnePlus is a great phone for the price. You do get all a lot yeah. of those flagship Agreed. features. 
Yeah. But there's something about that pixel, yeah. and well, for that it's, price, it's yeah. it's really tempting. It's what it we've is. it's what we've talked about. I mean, uh, it, it isn't even stock Android. Like you say, oh, you're getting pixels, you're getting stock Android. You're not. You're getting Google's version of Android. Right. And it's an and it's an experience. And for the average person, for the person that doesn't really know much about phones and doesn't like getting into launchers and doing all this and all that, like, I people buy iPhones because they just work. Right. Correct. Yep. And and now with the Pixel line of phones, you can say, I can tell my mom, go go, just go buy a Pixel. It's just going to work, and well, you're going to like it. And it's simple and it's clean. And it's going to work. No no s- knocking OnePlus. OnePlus right. is amazing. And Oxygen OS, they've done a great great job of adding in little tweaks that are actually useful. Like they add, they've added features that you actually need and not just fluff. So they've done a great job. But for the average person. For the, the person that just wants a good phone that's just going to work, they don't care about all this other techie stuff. They just want a phone that's going to work. The Pixel line of phones is going to deliver that, in well, my opinion. There's, there's tons of uh, uh, publications that have already put out, like, hey, phone of the year. All the phones, the phone of the year. And quite a few of them have named the 3A and 3A XL yeah. as a, the wild. best phone because it's about experience. It's about value proposition and those, all of those things kind of put together. And ultimately, whether we all want to admit it or not, like, one of the biggest things we use our phones for is a camera. Like it's, it's important. Like it is, it, it is well, more I mean, important than we, I think a lot of us give it credit for. And, and in the, the pixel, the three a and three AXL deliver just as good of a camera experience as everything else. So I was sitting and I was sitting and talking with some friends about this. Social media now is, um, so much less about, uh, sharing our thoughts and opinions of things. It's sharing photos, I mean, Instagram is, is switched things up. Instagram figured out something. They knew what was happening with smartphones. And Instagram changed the game. And, and you now can communicate ideas via photography. And you can share updates about your life via photography. And when you have a big life change, you go post on Facebook. Do, do people... I mean, I know every now and then you're going to post just a, a regular post on Facebook. But generally... A lot of the time, you're sharing a photo and a little write-up. Yep. Hey, here's our new house. And it's a photo. Or here's little Jimmy's new bike. Yeah, a photo. <laughs> little Jimmy. Little, little Jimmy learned how to ride a bike. Um, so we we communicate with the world now via photography. So why not equip yourself with a great camera that you're going to carry around with you? That you don't have to mess with SD cards. You don't have to do all this. Because at the end of the day, honestly, for the average person that's going to go out and take a photo you're probably going to get a better shot out of a Pixel phone than you would with our Sony mirrorless expensive uh, camera. 100%. Even right. on auto. If you throw that camera on auto, it's still going it, to... No you way. have to know how to use it. You right. have to know how to adjust all the settings, do everything. This phone, dude... You can, we could, we could sit here. So right behind Gabe, there's a big window. I could snag a photo of Gabe, tap Gabe's face, and it's going to expose it perfectly. Yep. Just without comp- me even doing anything. Computational photography. And then it's, it's automatically in your Google Photos, and you yeah, can run over right. to your Chromebook and pull yeah. it down and edit exactly. and do whatever you need exactly. to do, as it's, opposed to mess, like you said, SD cards and all this stuff. And so it's like, uh, it's the experience of the phone. It's the camera on the phone. That's so, why we leave and, the photography to Joe. Yeah, and we it's, just use our phones. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and it's a four hundred dollar phone. So there you yeah. go. There you have it. That's our that's our pick. But folks. Um, there's there's other items on our list. Uh, you can check it out. There's a post on the website chromeunbox.com, 
And if you want to just go straight to, if you don't care about what we had to say on the website, and if you just want to see the items, you can head over to Chrome Shop, C-H-R-M-S-H-O-P.com to see our 2019 staff handpicked, handpicked, hand-selected, curated, I'm trying to think of all the fun words to say here, curated, uh, this is this is our our pick of what is on our wish list. If we were to be, if we didn't own these things already, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is all the stuff that we think you're gonna want to have on your wish list. Let me put it that way. Yes, this, yeah. it's, it's it is definitely that. It's all stuff yeah, that if it's I didn't stuff have, we it, have, I would want it. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Absolutely. Because it's stuck around. Like for me, it anything the that test I of have time. that's stuck around means it's really it's really good. good. Because I'm finicky and impulsive, and so well, and we're all we're all techie tech nerds, and so we we I believe we, the 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 word that was used earlier was particular. <laughs> yeah, I believe I'm, I'm was the word. <laughs> Joe was trying to call me pretentious. <laughs> I said I'm just particular, which is a pretentious word. <laughs> it's a pretentious way to say I'm particular. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So so there you have it, folks. Go check it out. Hopefully, we can help you. Uh, in your holiday shopping if you're anything like me you have some ideas of stuff you're buying or maybe you've bought a couple things but maybe you need some inspiration for a couple other gifts and uh, we don't we, we, we don't claim to have the perfect list here together but maybe we can inspire you um, to, to maybe come up with something maybe a little different some, something unique for this this holiday but at the end of the day we just wanted to do this to, to give back to you guys because it's that time of the year where we kind of uh, take a take a step back and look at this crazy little thing that we've built here called Chrome Unboxed. And uh, we're really thankful for you guys. And I mean, especially you, you podcast folks that have uh, uh, tuned in to listen to this thing, listen to us ramble for an hour and 50 minutes. Um, your support is uh, what allows us to do this every day and do this, uh, do this podcast and do our website and our YouTube channel. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be doing this. Um, so we want to be, uh, we want to give you guys helpful and useful things and we hope that you'll find that in our 2019 gift guide. So folks, that's it for this week. Um, as always, you can find more information in the show notes and over on our website. But until next week, we'll see you. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.